Hey, it's Riz, and uh, can I park here for a second? I just want to thank you for listening to The Riz Show Podcast. Every day, thousands of listeners, just like you, from across the St. Louis area and beyond, download our podcast to catch up on the latest show shenanigans. The Riz Show listeners are amazing and love supporting our sponsors and business partners. If you or anyone you know owns a business and you'd like to learn more about having your business featured on this podcast, go to 1057thepoint.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and hit advertise with us. We'd love to have you become part of the Riz Show family. Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at gotodobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 I can't do the yell, man. I'm sorry. I yeah, can't but you, do it. But you, but you, you made the, the the point. You did the hand gesture. Yep. You oh. conducted the hey. You're talking about because Riz, you know that we at some point screwed that up, right? Yeah, we screwed it up within the first week, I think. No, 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 no. Because usually, usually the way it worked, or at least the way that it worked previously, was you would sit, Riz would sit there and go, hey, and then all of us would go, hey. Well, yeah, I know. Well, I was, then he then then some, well, no, I'm just saying I'm explaining for the people. Oh, okay. So then Riz lost his voice, and we had to pick up the A's. Then when we came back, somehow there was the switch where we're all harmonious. We all A at the same time. Still throws me off. Well, well, I think one of the biggest things is with the rhythm we have, and we talked about it recently. We have pushed our conversation right up to the brink. Oh yeah, 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 of the mics going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before sure. we would kind of settle in. If anybody's looking, you know, uh, looking for, for uh, behind the curtain, yeah, we would we would do all of our work, then we kind of come together and we talk a little bit and socialize and get ready for the show and all that. And then with about a minute, we hear the music start. You know, we kind of get ready. Yeah. Now we are talking up till mics are on. Hey, and, and you know what's <laughs> and you know what's even funnier about that whole thing is it's not even like. Hey, yeah. So the Blues, man, I think they're going to make some last minute off season. It's usually like, so you pooped where yesterday? <laughs> like, it is the most like obnoxious, yeah, it's a like obscene story that we could get into the middle of that takes 30 minutes to explain. And with 28 seconds to go before the before the show anthem hits, Moon's usually like, guys, you'll never believe I met a dragon <laughs> with a unicorn horn and he gave me $85. We'll talk later. Hey! Everybody, and it's like, oh my god, man! And it's not just you. I mean, it's every we all do this. Oh yeah, and it's usually pretty mature stuff. And mm-hmm. what else I love is the fact that ninety percent of the time, it's a conversation between one of the four of us and not Riz. And Riz is getting ready to put his <laughs> headphones on, and he go and he goes, as his headphones are going on, he goes, "Why do you do this to me?" And then puts his <laughs> yeah, every time. <laughs> hey, um, we have a good time, man. I know that uh, yesterday I uh, I tweeted out. From the Riz Show account, I said, hey, tomorrow we'll do it live. And uh, I thought that was going to be a fun, nice little like, yeah, hey, mm-hmm. yay. hey, everybody, guess cool. what? Yeah, we're actually, there's actually going to be, there's actually going to be a live show tomorrow. Like, hey, something to tune into. 
Uh, that's not what I got. That's not what I. That's not what happened, Moon. I don't know if you checked or not. What? No, man. So I mean, there were some people that were like, <laughs> "Hell yeah, finally!" And then there were some people. I, I care that were about like, my mind, dude. I mean, one of the first ones was like. Who cares? I'm like, okay, man. Like, why are you following us then? Like, why, why are you following us? Oh, maybe they're just giving you a hard time. It's not like I, I tweeted it from the Riz show. Uh, okay. So it's not like maybe it had the Tony Patrico stamp on it. <laughs> um, so here's the deal. This is what's happening today. Uh, Riz is still out. Jeff is still out. And tomorrow is the Radiothon. So like, this is like this weird kind of in limbo day where like, I, hey, full honesty, we were going to stay home. Yeah, like, we we could have stayed home. We were, we were yeah. easily going to stay home, but we're like, hey, let's go in. Let's give the people what they want. Let's do a live show, and let's help usher in the next Donnie Fandango Radiothon. Yep. So that's why we're here. Uh, that's why we're hanging out with you guys. Yeah, we uh, we could have we slept in. We could have easily yeah, slept I in. I got in super late, like unexpectedly late last night, and I'm still here. All is well. Yeah, All and and well. and I know, and I know you were on like you know this this trip of a lifetime. I know you went with your family to uh, to to their their lake house or whatever it is. It's a lake house, we, right, or we, cabin, or we just disappear. Yeah, you're gone, and uh, I, I'm. I'm sure, you know, once Riz gets back, we'll talk about his vacation. We'll talk about your vacation. We'll do all that stuff. I'm sure we'll talk about Riz's vacation. Stop, 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 stop. Riz's vacation. Stop it. <laughs> um, but but in all reality, I know uh, a, a lot of people were asking, like, they were like, what the hell? Where were you guys at? We talked about that we weren't going to be here this week. Yeah. We just didn't promote that we weren't going to be here this week. Yeah, but it's, we, it, it was it was mentioned a few yeah. times. Yeah, it was mentioned. It's because I, I immediately, man, and I'm sure this happens to you guys too. Immediately, six a.m. Monday hits, and it's a best of. And I got eight messages before six twenty that said, "Is everybody okay?" Yeah, that's what is everybody all right? I came in and the front desk uh, lady, she was like, "Hey." uh, you guys are off this week. Is everything all right? Because I keep getting calls all day long asking. Isn't that crazy? You know yeah. what? That's... Would you ever think about calling a radio show? Like when you were growing up nice. and you were driving in your car or even just riding with your folks or anything. Think about your parents, okay? If the radio show that they listened to was different, one day within 30 minutes, people are calling the radio station. But, you know, I mean, there's certain circumstances. That's amazing. That's great, man. That's amazing. It's I, awesome. I, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm not, uh, I'm not meaning to brag or toot our own horn, but I, well, to, hey, toot away, bro. Growing up, if there was anything radio show wise that was this connected to its listening community and this connected to its town mm-hmm. in, in the way that we are, yeah, I can see myself or I can see my parents calling in and saying, "Hey, is, is everything okay?" Especially with you know Jeff going through what he's going right. going through with uh, you going through mm-hmm. what you have been going through the last couple of years. You know, people are concerned, and and that's lovely. I think that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. absolutely amazing and very appreciated. Just so you know. We like to give you guys a hard time back because social media gives us a ridiculously hard time. But like, we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know, I know a lot of people. And like you said, you know, with with the stuff going on with Jeff right now, and Jeff, you know, in and out of the office, a lot of people were like concerned. And Jeff is kicking ass right now. I mean, that that's the best way to put it. His doctor told him, "Yo, rest." And that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. And that's what he's doing. And I'm I'm not one. I'm. It's not my place to give any update on Jeff. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's not my place to give any update on Jeff. All I'm telling you is this: I talked to him yesterday, and the dude is in good spirits, and he's kicking ass, and he's yeah. doing what the doctors are telling him to do. Yeah, and hopefully we can see him soon in the studio, and you guys can hear him soon live on the uh, on the radio. I think that 
might be happening hey, soon. Yeah. He, and 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 he's active on social media. And I know he said like there have been. And he told me he goes, dude, there's so many people that have reached out. And I'm trying to get back to everybody. I don't think anybody's gonna be angry if they don't get a message from Jeff. But if you want to reach out to Jeff, reach out to the dude. Like he's yeah. out there on social yeah, media. I, I will say I got the. Uh, Actually, see him yesterday. Awesome, and uh, he's doing good. I went down to county where he's at. He looks great in the orange <laughs> vest and everything, or the whole jumpsuit. Thing. I, I believed I you. I believed Jeff you. Will be yeah. Jeff, dude, I, he'll I, be, I, he'll be I, out did you hear me? I was like, great, man. <laughs> he'll be back right soon. in the nose. Yeah, he's still resting. He's yeah, just he's resting in jail. Incarcerated, so but it's uh, all right. Yeah. There's C, some. There's C some. Block. There's some stuff I want to get to this morning, like uh, right away. But first, I want to kind of go over some things regarding the radiothon. Wait, wait. But before you get to that, can we just uh, just one last little thing about Jeff's thing? A lot of people have reached out, and yes, we appreciate that. But we're not ignoring you on updates. It's just not our updates. Right. To give. Yeah. Just of course. Like, just yeah, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you want an update from Jeff, follow Jeff on all the social media. It's Jeff yep. Burton one zero five seven. And guess what? If you send it, if you send Jeff a message on Facebook at twelve o'clock, and at four o'clock he hasn't responded back yet, that's just Jeff. Oh yeah, or hopefully that's he's sleeping. Yeah, yeah. That's just no, no, no. I'm not even. That's just Jeff. There are times <laughs> that's hard, five Jeff. five years ago that I would text Jeff at noon with him sitting behind me, going, "Don't forget to bring this." And then the next day I go, "You get my text," and he'll reply back with. What text? So <laughs> that's our Jeff. So just uh, keep that in mind. Okay, but on to the Radiothon. Radiothon today, starting at 10 o'clock. If you do not know how this works, uh, the Radiothon is Donnie will be in the studio starting at 10 a.m. today. And he is not leaving until 10 a.m. tomorrow. Or is it 10 a.m.? No, 2 no, p.m. tomorrow. 2 p.m. Yeah. tomorrow. That um, will be 24 hours. This is 28 hours that man does. Yes, yes, he sure does. And I can, I think this is probably the 45th year that he's done this. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. He's been doing it as long as I can remember. And every single year, it's more and more mm -hmm. and more successful. And and I know that we want to, you know, smash the uh, total from last year. And we want to smash the all-time total. And how great would it be to destroy, and I mean blow out of the water, the Donnie Fandango Radiothon total with Riz not even in the country. Because then we have that on him. Yeah. Remember that Radiothon that did the most money when you weren't even here? Dude, that would be awesome. You know what? I hate that you're even thinking this because he's going to be thinking the opposite. If oh, somehow that if it doesn't work we out well, do it, because, he's, yeah. he's going to be like, well, because well, I wasn't here. Well, oh, man. well, you know, if I was in the States, I could have helped out. <laughs> but no, so there is something very, very uh, exciting that we are going to do this year. And uh, I know Donnie's going to come in at some point later on today, and we're going to talk about this. But I want to throw this out there for the early folks that are on their way to the office right now. So... Let's say you own a business, and we're still doing the business plugs tomorrow. We're still going to do the song requests. If you want us to play a song, we're actually going to play more songs during the Riz show than normally than we would because I want to make this the Radiothon, you know? There's a good four hours where we're doing our stuff, and sometimes request gets lost. No, we're, we're Radiothoning it tomorrow, you know? So if you want to hear some tunes on this show, tomorrow's the day. Yeah, this is your chance to to get your favorite artists on there, or to to get your favorite song that may not always be played. You know, it's yep. that it's that sick album track that should have mm -hmm. been the single. I don't know what the label was thinking. Right. It's so those those songs. If you are a business owner, okay, and that that business plug that you do, that's great. 
but you want to do something above and beyond. You want to really make a difference. And remember, this is all to the uh, Ronald McDonald's House of St. Louis. Like, this is all for a great cause. It's not like, you know, Donnie's back pocket or we're, we're putting it in the vault here at the radio station. If you are a business owner and you want to donate $5,000 to Donnie Fandango's 28-hour Radiothon, we will give you the opportunity to come on to this show tomorrow. You come down to the building, come into this room on the webcams, on air, on the podcast, and you can promote your business. Dang. Say what? So, again, you're a business owner. You got $5,000 that you want to donate to the Ronald McDonald House of Charities of St. Louis, okay? And you want to come in here, and you want to hang out with us for a little bit tomorrow. We're allowing that to happen. I've cleared it with Donnie. I've cleared it with Tommy the Boss. I've cleared it with promotions. The challenge is out there. Now, for now, it's only two businesses. I'm going to give two businesses this opportunity. That's it. So all you have to do is what my, my personal recommendation on what to do here. If you're a business right now and you know, hey, I want to do this, email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. I'll forward that email to the powers that be. Okay. That's yep. pretty rad, man. That's yep. a great deal. That's really awesome. So wow. if you are a business owner and you want to get involved in this, we'll do it. I mean, you'll come in here. You'll sit down for a little bit. We'll take pictures. We'll plug your business. We'll do a little video, you know, a little, little Facebook. Hey, how you doing? Go visit these guys. We'll do all that fun stuff. So Sweet. Just remember that. And How, uh, how should they get a hold of us? Show at 1057thepoint.com. There you go. You send me the email, and we will forward it on to the powers that be. So... That, again, is, is is big time doings for your business. If you're trying to get it out there, you're trying to get people to know your business, this is it right here. Uh, also, today and tomorrow, we do have some giveaways that we want to do. That's another reason we came in, hooking people up to the Rob Zombie Mudvayne Show, also to the uh, Outlaw Music Festival, which is happening uh, tomorrow. Willie Nelson and oh, family and yes. Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night's On a Friday. I'm going to try to get Friday. there. Sweet. Yeah, try to so, get there, that. so yeah, we'll give Willie, away, you don't want to miss that if we'll, you haven't seen him. We'll give away some tickets to that, too, and I thought that was a, a pretty sweet prize. But I want to give you the opportunity. Like, you're going to go to work. You're going to go into your boss, and you're going to go, hey, let's donate that five grand to this radiothon. He's going to go, that's what you're going to hit me with? Not even any interesting facts? I got you covered. These are interesting facts for you to bring into the office today, okay? Yes. Number one. Scott, do you think it takes longer to drown in salt water or fresh water? Ah, I'm going to say fresh water. Moon? I mean salt water because fresh water you'd sink quicker. That's what I meant. Wait, what would you say? How longer? Is it longer? Does it take longer to drown in salt water? Yeah, yeah, salt or water. fresh water. It's more more yeah, buoyant, yeah. Right? Yeah. right? Oh my Whoa. gosh! Hey, there hey, it is. Good hey. morning, everybody. Volume check. Uh, the one million dollar prize. This is hilarious. The one million dollar prize on America's Got Talent is actually an annuity that is paid over forty years. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Plus, they own your act or whatever the heck you got to sign over. Hopefully, you get to pay taxes. Up hey, listen, man, oh my Scott. Goodness. When you win next year, you can take the current cash value when you win, which would be around hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh my oh, gosh! Poo poo. Mm -hmm. Don't waste your time going on that. W was it? Wasn't it? A, and maybe you know. Wasn't it? A, uh, American Idol that the like winners were like, we wish we would have came in eighth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Because like, they're like locked into that in, tour. In the they're music. locked into like every album for like the next twenty years. Yeah. In the music business, has been it's been known that depending on where you are in your career, because a lot of those guys and gals had already like established. Even put out some records before they did that. Right, right. A lot of times, you I want, know that uh, 
not Dane Cook, but whatever his name is. Uh, you talking about David Cook? Yeah, from, I think he had like Blue Springs, Missouri. Yeah, he had like Bonner two out. Al- he had whatever. like two albums out, and like then he hit American Idol, and like those old albums started trending. He's like, I don't even know where I get paid for that. He's like, right. I think I've, all my information has right. changed. Well, I mean, a lot of times if you had already kind of like established yourself and had started going, and you were kind of eyeing some other labels, and labels were looking at you, you didn't want to sign over with those yeah. with those no guys. Way. You were kind of on their management group on whatever label deal they got. You want to get third. What do they call it? Get they call, all the promotion no, 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 from all no, no, the No, 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 no. I think the top, like, six went well, on tour. I, I, I think they th- call I it the Daughtry right. rule. I, I the Daughtry, right. because he got eliminated at, like, seventh. Right, right, right. And then was like, see ya. And, like, the, I think the show might have even still been on, and he signed a deal with somebody else. Right, and, and you get all the promotion. You get right. all the stuff, this, which is fine. It's, it's totally. Yeah. Besides Underwood, is he the most famous out of uh, that show? That wow. most successful? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, man. I think oh, Carrie Underwood is financially the most successful. Yeah. I think Carrie Underwood is as far as like celebrity status is probably the most successful. Oh no, I think Kelly Clarkson's bigger than she is. That's what I uh, hey. oh, Underwood I said- financially, Clarkson oh, right, popularity. Right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and then I don't know after that. And after then that it's Justin Gorani. No, after that I would think it would probably be it would probably be Daughtry. Uh yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Daughtry. I mean, there are some other ones like Kelly Pickler had like a little stint in country music when she was out. Catherine McPhee is a huge oh, that's right. actress that's and right. married to David Foster. Yeah, she did really well. Who is the uh, who is the fella that Ruben um, Clay Aiken? Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. Man. Soul Patrol. He, he, he did well. No, no. Who was the fella that won and then disappeared and like the second and third place that year actually kind of went on to do something? Oh, like you, the, the like movie like, they did. They did a movie with the guy with the uh, the poofy hair. That's uh, the Justin Guarini. That's the Justin Guarini. No, no, I'm that was ta- the I'm Kelly and Justin thing. You're, are you talking about a few about- seasons deep? There was a, like a like just like a real plain looking feller. Um, uh, he had dark hair and played piano or something. And like, you're not talking about Adam Archuleta, are you? Didn't he play what? football? <laughs> no, I forget what this kid's name is. Like, I mean, there was just okay. Nothing. So season. Here we go. Tell me, tell me, tell me if this hits. Kelly Clarkson, Ruben Studdard, Fantasia, oh, Carrie man. Underwood. Yeah. Taylor Hicks. No, he's the one with the gray hair, right? That's Soul Patrol. Oh, okay, yeah. Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks did okay. She I, did okay uh, with yeah, the she, pop. She toured a, yep. a time or two with some big folks. Blue Springs, Missouri's own. Uh, David Cook. David Cook. Yeah. This is who you're talking about. Chris Allen. See, yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh, how about I mean, Lee DeWise? Isn't that a sportscaster? Remember Lee DeWise? He was like a rock and roll guy. He did that weird oh, cover of yes. Marilyn Manson's oh, Beautiful oh, People. You know who we're missing is a Queen kid. Yeah, yeah. That's he didn't win. Adam. He didn't win. Adam Lambert. Yeah, I know, he, I know. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. as far as fame, like yeah, yeah. that guy was spectacular. And he hey. and you know what? That show was designed for that kid. Here we go. He was so good and so theatrical, and he oh, needed yeah. a gig like that, and he got perfect exposure. You know what he did? He got my mom to like and download a Muse song. He did oh, really? Uprising, and my mom was like, I like this. Yeah, I mean, that, he's, he's a born entertainer, that guy. We got No Jose, Scotty McCreary. Oh, yeah. See, I mean, they've produced a lot of folks. And here, here's where here's where my American Idol fandom went, whoop, and right off. So, Philip Phillips. I don't know who that is. It's Wilson's uh Philip Phillips, two, two, first, two, na- two same names <laughs> with a plural. <laughs> two same oh. names. If that yeah. kid's middle name isn't Philip. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then season 12 was Candace Glover, and then I know nothing after that. Caleb Johnson, Nick Fradiani. 
So I'm thinking, yeah, you said Trent guy. Harmon. You said Chris Another Allen. Yodeler. That's who I'm thinking of. I think so. Chris Allen is Mr. Generic, almost looks like Hal Sparks. Right, but who was second? Was he the one was uh, Adam? It was Adam Lambert and him? Uh, maybe. Or maybe that was the David Cook one. Season eight. I just remember it was like, that was the like the the top of the ratings for American Idol. Everyone was watching it. It was top of the phenom. Oh, somebody else said uh, uh, Haley Reinhardt was another one. I'm not sure who that is. Haley Reinhardt was like a real, she had like a real raspy voice. She has been doing uh, stuff with uh, Postmodern Jukebox and the Scott Bradley, where it's like they do a bunch of like 20s covers of pop songs. Like 1920 style oh, speakeasy wow. so cover. Free cool. to be, songs to sing. To be honest with you, it's it's really awesome. It's like really cool. You said tw- like 20s versions, like 1920s of, yeah, versions bit, of, of of popular modern songs. No, he's saying modern. Songs. Oh, I see. I see. They don't okay, flip okay. it the other way. They they okay. do. So like they will do a. Yeah, I mean, we talked about him before. That clown, that sad opera singing clown. Oh right, right. Oh, yeah, puddles yeah, yeah, or whatever. Right, 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 right. Oh, Jennifer he's, Hudson. He's Duh, she's got an egot. Jennifer Hudson. She's, right. she's the most successful one. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Emmy, successful. Grammy. I we're didn't not, realize she Oscar, this. We're not talking financial. We're not talking wow. popularity. If you want to say the most successful American Idol contestant, Jennifer Hudson's it. Wow. Yeah, I didn't realize sure. she was even on that. Yeah. yeah. She, she's, she's got she the was a, and she's going for something else right now, too. Um, oh, what is it? Uh, maybe it's best bestseller. Uh, maybe. Like she Lombardi, she was Lombardi, one of those. I think. She was one of those uh, contestants that finished like fifth. And people are like, whoa, what? Yeah, I mean, she's had ridiculous success. It's a shame she didn't have it to get number one. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you mean better, like Chris Allen? Yeah, think how much yeah, better Chris, her career would Chris be. Chris Allen really killing it right now. If she was that talented to be number one. Uh, going back to these fun facts for you to walk into your office and oh, yeah. uh, when you're asking your boss to donate $5,000 to Donnie Fandango's <laughs> Radiothon, you could say, hey, boss, uh, do you know that Milky Way candy bars are not named after the galaxy? What? They're named after a milkshake flavor that was popular back in the 1920s. Which is named Which after the galaxy. Which was named after what? W- named after the galaxy. <laughs> was it really? I Listen, I didn't I, I that's where my facts stop. Right. right there, man. I'm sure I'm sure it was it was a Come on, man. A milkshake place that was on Milky Way, you know. That's it. Yep. Thank you, Scott. You're uh, the Go-Go's are the only female band ever to have a number one album on the Billboard charts where they wrote their own songs and played their own instruments. That's fascinating. Wow. Hmm. The only band. Dang. Really interesting, right? Because yeah. I thought, like, the Bangles. What about them? But I guess they didn't write or they didn't play all their own instruments. The Go-Go's are the only female band to do that. Wow. Yep. And then you could say, hey, boss. Uh, Play-Doh was originally created to be wallpaper cleaner. How about that five grand for Donnie Fandango's Radiothon? Wallpaper cleaner. Wallpaper cleaner. Okay. Makes, it makes sense. Think about now. What's popular now? I see it all over TikTok and all over every That little putty that you yeah. use to clean your car. But that's the same thing well, with Silly Putty was the same. You've never seen that? No. I yeah, mean, it's, why it's I just like the, this? It's one of those great... I mean, remarkable it like, inventions. It looks it, like your kid's slime. Yeah, but it's also those things where you can buy it right now, and you don't get one. You get not just two. You get three. <laughs> <Yeah>. Plus, <laughs> you're going to get a towel and maybe a broom. So TikTok like, is feeding you ads? Yeah. Like that, that's the algorithm that... Oh, my God, yeah. I get uh, the, Every other video is an ad for me on TikTok. Really? Oh, no, my I, God, I don't yeah. mean ads. I mean, like... For these, this? Oh, for everything, yeah. These are, like, part of the algorithm, yeah, 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 like, yeah. like, trending. So, so Moon, this looks like slime. It looks like slime, okay? Yeah. 
but it's also kind of looks like a stress ball. So it's like that in between of stress ball oh, and slime. Those things are nasty. And then what you do dirty. is you roll it in your cup holder and you roll it on your dash, and it dusts. Right, but then your you just car. have to throw it away, right? Because what, what the heck do you? How I do think you, you, I don't know if you rinse it off or not. I've never bought one because I've had that same concern. Like, cool, now I got a dust ball. Like, wow, I'm oh. just providing the landfill with more and more space filler. So. So well, uh, it'll go into any crevice. That uh, that leads me to an interesting point that uh, uh, w- happened over this over this last week. So we're, we're we're vacationing at this place, and they finally got um, uh, some sort of TV. We were used to not having any sort of television there, except for whatever the PBS. I thought you said there was also like a DVD player. There was a DVD player, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. We, and we forgot to take all the DVDs. But probably no DVDs, right? <laughs> right, yeah. we, we were going to take a bunch of them when we forgot. Now, Big Daddy was down there, and the kids watched that, and they thought that was hysterical. But beside the point, there used to only be PBS and PBS HD 1, 2, yeah, 3, 4. Yeah, so we were watching like the Create channel. Right. And, and honestly, I kind of loved that about this 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 place, this this house, that there was no cell service. Yeah, you literally no were off the grid, like you had nothing. Yeah, which I really, really do love. Except for now they have satellite and we're watching wow. television, which is, by the way, something I haven't done in a long time. You guys know I cut the cord like a couple, yeah, yeah. couple decades ago. So this is the first week we've been exposed to commercials that you guys are always referencing. You guys are talking about certain yeah, items yeah. or food items that are coming out. Oh my gosh, food commercials are the greatest. Really? Every single thing we saw, we wanted to eat. Chicken oh yeah, fries dude. Yeah, and, for sure. And and whatever th- these people are, are promoting, like the whole thing is just like, golly, food is amazing. Chicken fries, whatever, uh, who does those? Usually Burger King, yeah, but yeah, I mean, be. I don't know if, uh, they haven't been here for a while, we unless were, in wherever you we, are. We were driving home, we're like, guys, uh, what do you want to eat? And everybody was like, hey, you guys seen the chicken fries? <laughs> so apparently the whole family was watching, you know, the same kind of things Yikes. on a satellite, and we kept getting fed these chicken fries commercials, and the whole family was thinking, we want to try chicken fries. <laughs> hey, here's a, here's, a, here's a real good question, though, and this is perfect because you were with your kids, and, and, and. Don't don't try and make it sound like you're super dad. And we all know, but did you have to tell any of your kids no at any time this week? This week? Oh, sure. Probably a thousand times, right? Like oh, you have yeah, no at less. some po- at some point <laughs> you had to say the word no to your children I this like, week. And most most of the time it was followed by no. Dad can't move right now. Yeah, I can't move anymore. Just being exhausted from oh, everything, dude. I actually had a bout of exhaustion. I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. At- at one point, one day, just think of one day, how many times do you think you tell your kids no? I Ooh. feel like for me, with my, and, and my kids, full disclosure, my kids are five and seven. I feel like for me, it's close to 100. Yeah, mine are of the age, um, they're eight and up. And, and at this point, it's, I try not to say, I try not to just say no. I try to say like... And you know me, I'm kind of, I'll kind of lean and be like, uh, nah, why don't we do this? Or, yeah. Nah, it's probably not a good idea because of this. I try not to just say no. I yeah. try to give like a reason and, and a diversion. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm still in the point in my parenting where I get a lot of dumb questions. I get a lot of, hey, dad. Yes, Dominic. Can we go play the video game, hockey game outside? No, man. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. And to me, right there, that's three. And that was just one statement. Hey, Dad, what's up, Dominic? Do you think if I sat on top of the fan, it would still go really fast? No, Dominic. Yeah, but no. I've seen you with your kids, and, and it's not always a, a just a no. You're usually like a, hmm, 
Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, and that's when we're out and about and they're being well behaved. I'm talking about we're sitting at home and like yesterday, for example, my son comes running in. The guy, all the boys outside are having a Nerf war, okay? Oh, sweet. And he goes, can I go get my Nerf gun? I go, go ahead, man. And he goes running downstairs and he comes and brings it up and he goes, I can't find my bullets. And I said, well, go look for me. He goes, can you buy more right now? <laughs> no, man. Yeah, they'll no. be delivered in two days. Yeah, I mean, like, if I order them right now, Dominic, you could go ahead and have a Nerf gun fight in two days. You're right. <laughs> Will the war last all weekend? <laughs> go out in the yard and pick up whatever's uh, laying yeah, around. Yeah, go steal the kids. Yeah. Go steal the kids. But, so... Give it back to them. Scott, I... I it's you're gonna you're gonna get there. You will know what we were talking oh, about. Oh, I'm married. I tell my wife no a lot. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. It's the same exact yeah. thing, Scott. She's gonna love that. No, get your hands out of the ice tray, Scott. Did you do the dishes? No, no. So they say. Can you be productive? If, no. If and I and I want I want Scott's answer here first. How many times do you think, on average, parents are saying no to their kids per day? I just want you to look at one day. Okay, I'll say 45 times. 45 times, Scott says. Moon? 45. You know, um, that that seems... Uh, okay, so hearing a number... you got an hour in the morning before they go to school, and then... Oh, yeah, summer, there's a lot more no. Oh, yeah, summer It's the time. summer of no. <laughs> Kids aren't in school. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'll go... Mm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go 65. 65. You guys both overshot. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. They okay. say that uh, we are telling our kids no an average of 23 times a day. And per now you know the reason we have so many issues in culture. Per kid. Yeah, yeah this, maybe. See, if you told your kids no a lot more, this world might be a little nicer and better. <laughs> oh, right. right. Dude, 8,400 times a year we are saying no, and they have the top 10 most common questions or requests that are said no to. Number 10, playing outside. Oh, you know what? This would be better. Number one is playing outside? Well, they got that yep. Xbox they bought the kid at winter. They need to play it. <laughs> hey, hey, can we go outside and play even though it's dark out? No. No. <laughs> uh, how about this one? And I get this, my son, I get, my son gets this one a lot. They just had lunchtime. Dinner's coming up. Hey, can I have a snack? No. No Oreos for you, dude. None. <laughs> So we're up to two, and that that's 30 seconds apart. 30 seconds apart, for sure. How about this one? Can we watch YouTube on our phones at the table? Or can I have my phone at the table? Can we text during dinner time? No. No phones at dinner. <laughs> this movie says that it's rated R or mature. Can we watch it? No. Get out of here. <laughs> we go, what? Just don't ask me. Just do it. Just violence. Uh, can we take... Our iPads or our phones to bed. No. Go to sleep. You don't get that. Oh, this is a good one. I'll just do my homework later. No, you'll do it right now. We're going to do homework right now, guys. That's what we're going to do. Uh, can I just play with my tablets longer? It says more screen time in general. I love this one. This is, okay, if I would say no 50 times a day, 20 times would be if we go to the grocery store. Can I have that? No. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, we try not to take the kids to the grocery store. So every once in a while, and especially, and I, this may be different because I'm a single parent, every once in a while, like if I have to run to the store like Target or Walmart or something like that, the kids come with me and I say, if you're good, we can go pick out a toy. And the rule that I give them is $20 or less. 
As Dang. long as that fir- first number is a one, like $19.99, not $100, obviously, but if it's a one or lower, we're good, guys. My son, the very first thing he brings me every time is over 80 bucks. It's the biggest thing they have in the store. He drives up on like a Power Wheels. He's like, what about this? No. Get out. Go park that somewhere else. Uh, also, can I have a, sna- a snack before bed? And can I stay up late? Uh, it's crazy because the request that we have the hardest time saying no to, the hardest time, what do you think it was out of the 10 I just mentioned? Can I study longer? <laughs> no. Oh. The request that parents seem to have oh. the toughest time saying no to is the outside thing. Yeah. Can snacking, I clean? Snacking. Clean no, snacking in between meals. They oh. say they say if you give a kid an opportunity, he will want to snack all day every day. Yeah. And the one that didn't make the list up here is, can I jump in bed with you? Because usually it happens when you're in a state where your decision making isn't yeah. at its best. That sounds like a fun parent. They're jumping in bed. That's great. I uh, I gotta ask you if you do the same thing, Scott. You don't get to answer this yet, but uh, but you will. Or actually, you know what? You, you, you will get to answer this okay. for yourself. I was a kid once. We found ourselves, and we actually talked about it on the way home. Um, when we're on vacation, in any vacation mode, whether it's just like a weekend camping trip or, you know, going to the Dominican like we did uh, in the in the spring, we say yes to damn near everything. If the kids ask for it, we're kind of like, eh, we're in like this vacation mode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not that we're like super parents or nothing, but because it's within reason and the kids know it's within reason but it's their vacation but too. they know it's vacation yeah and so i think i got gonna... this yeah i think i got it from my parents my parents were just like uh um hey it's 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 vacation we want the kids to just kind of everything everything is special on vacation mm-hmm. right and we were saying yes to everything they come by and go uh, oh can we have a slice of cake yep hey can we go out uh on the tube yep hey let's go fishing yep I mean, it was constantly like every question within reason. Oh, oh, can I have a soda? And they don't drink. We don't have soda in the house. Yep. So when they were like, hey, can I have a soda? It's just, it's my first one, and I only have one today. And they they always say that like to sell yeah, us. Fit like, soda in. Yeah, yeah, and we're like, okay, yeah, just one. Keep track. It, it's always a yes. Are you are you a yes man on vacation? Uh, I've only been on vacation with my kids one time that, that they were like, my daughter was like aware of things and talking and right, all that right, stuff. Right. We went vacations when they were littler. And yeah, kind of. Do you do it with yourself? Yeah. You kind of just kind of let Heck go. Yeah. I mean, that's the if same I, if thing. I'm on vacation, like, you know, when I was on vacation with my ex-wife and her family and they would, you know, my my ex-wife would go, "Hey, you want to go play putt-putt?" Even if I was exhausted, I'd go, "Yep, let's go." Yep. Yeah, let's let's do it. Yeah, I guess that's vacation mode. Vacation mode is yeah. yes. Yeah, we were doing yeah. we were doing putt putt and uh, and there's like the oh look it's a whole bunch of like um like ducks and things yeah. to feed you know and you got the little quarter thing and they're like oh hey can we feed the ducks uh yep let's go find quarters hey can we go to the arcade yep, yep. uh hey uh can we, can we get ice cream afterwards yep like it's you just- know what even I didn't go anywhere and the past three days I've been that way with my kids oh really yeah. Just on vacation mode? The, the, hey, the Dad, can just... you come pick me up from daycare early tomorrow? Yep, no problem, man. Hey, yeah. can I play video games downstairs? Yep, let me go set it up. Can we go outside and play a Nerf gun war? Yeah. Uh, we got to leave in five minutes. Yep, go <laughs> ahead, man. I don't yeah. care. Go ahead. I guess, yeah, I was that way too. My wife, she's like, hey, can you clean the house? I'm like, yep. Can you do this? I'm like, yep. And <laughs> so I was kind of the same mindset. That was fun. <laughs> well, I'm like glad vacation. you had such a good vacation. Now, now, speaking of vacation and summer vacations here, uh... If you ask today's kids the question like, hey, what do you love doing outdoors? 
I'm sure on these lists, watching my phone will be on there, which is crazy to think about it. Because I remember growing up, I was told to get out of the house to stop playing on the computer or to stop playing Sega or yeah. to stop doing it. was get out, go do something. Now they ask kids, hey, what are some of your favorite things to do outdoors? And watching my iPad under a tree made a list. Whoa. That's silly. You know what? Now. Maybe it's not. Maybe, because they're outside and maybe it'll give them more opportunity to put it down and experience. Well, maybe it's like reading a book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I understand. I, I understand completely. But the point of this is they asked adults, what were your favorite things to do growing up outside? Mm -hmm. Then they showed the list of kids and some of the kids thought they were talking about activities in PE, in PE class, not leisure activities. Oh, wow. For example, number 10 is playing catch. This is according to adults. Wait, what this are is some of the current kids or from the past? This is according to adult. Like they asked adults, what were some of your favorite things to do outside growing up? Playing catch. Heck yeah. Okay. Snowball fights. Yeah. Swimming. Yeah. Riding a bike. Mm -hmm. Playing sports. Going to a playground. Tag. Water balloon fights and hide and seek. Okay, a few more that made the list that didn't make the top 10, jumping rope, duck, duck, goose, hopscotch, rollerblading, and three quarters of parents said most of their free time was spent outside as a, as a child, but kids today only get outside an average of five hours a week. Oh. There were days where I was outside for 10 hours, period. Damn, oh, yeah. Me I mean, if it was... Seven in the morning till whatever time of night. It's that, I, I remember very specifically, and this says a lot about my old man. I mean, who unfortunately will not be in here today. But this says a lot about him. There were times where I was to wake up at 9 a.m. I would go downstairs. There would be a note on the counter, and it would say, after your breakfast, find something to do. Don't be inside. <laughs> and it was like, basically, he said, after you ate breakfast, you were to leave the house. Don't be in this house. And if they called or if they checked or if they came home early and I was home, I was in trouble. As a parent, we're finding out most, most likely it's because he just didn't want you tearing up the house. That is exactly. also true. <laughs> but think about that. My, yeah. my just dad. Just clean the house. Make sure you play outside. Back, back in the, <laughs> the mid-90s, my dad literally told me, hey, go outside in the neighborhood with strangers and all kinds of things happening and don't come home. Yeah. And it was the best. Like, and it was awesome. You get on your bike, awesome. you ride over to your buddy's house, then they go to the next friend's house and just keep journeying around, accomplishing absolutely nothing but having a blast. It's, it's really fun. If I was in the house and I was making noise for, t for too many minutes, for some reason I was inside, my dad would say, hey, 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 go outside and play in traffic. Every, every time. Yeah. Go outside and yeah. play in Go traffic. Go count the cars yeah. as they run over you. That's what my mom would say. Go lay in the street and count the cars as they run over you. Hey, oh I, let, let me... Let me before we go to break here, let me bring this up and think about this. Growing up, I know the answer to you. I know because you've made it very, very clear. What's that? Growing up, how many times did your parents play with you? Whether it be a game, whether it be outside, whether mm -hmm. it be roughhousing, how many times did your mom and your dad play with you? My answer is never. And that's the God's honest truth. My dad would help me go outside and we would learn how to play soccer. You know, he would help me with bunting or, or throw, you know, he would help me when it came That's to playing. sports. But yes, but as far as like, hey, 
Play with me. Play Ninja Turtles. Play Sega. Okay. Play this. Oh, okay. Never. Wow. Dude, I play with my kids all the time. I know. And I've asked a bunch of my buddies. And I said, hey, man, growing up, do you remember playing with your dad this much? And all of them are like, no. No, that's a, that's just a generational thing. And yeah. every once in a while, I'm sure you probably have said the same thing. Like, oh, man, I'm not... <sighs> I'm here to keep you alive, man. Like it's, I'm not your camp counselor. Yeah, you know, like I'm not your, uh, I'm not your teammate. I'm not supposed my, to be your son, entertainer. I was, I was, my son is the worst. My son is the everything. Like he, my son has a real tough time playing things by himself. Like, hey, man, go over there and go play. You know, with all the trucks, and five minutes later, he's like, "Will you beat his big truck?" I'm like, "No, man. Like you go <laughs> play with the trucks, bro." Yeah. So I was pretty fortunate because uh, my dad. And mom both were very adventurous people. So we had, if there was a free weekend, we were usually camping or something like that. But uh, if there was snow, like, did your dads ever play, like, snowball fights and all that? Hell my no. Love that. He the would go snowball. out and build forts with us and throw snowballs and all that kind of stuff. Playing in the snow with my dad meant, uh, hey, go get a shovel and help me shovel this driveway. You could do, <laughs> you could do the sidewalk. Yeah. Okay. I think that, that was playing in the snow with my dad. Ultimately, it's a, it's, it's a good thing that I think our generation is, is doing it. I think there's a happy medium to be found because I think sure. we've, we've gone overboard with it. Because yeah. like I said, at some point my kids are walking all over me because if I say, no, I can't do that. They're like, oh, are you kidding me? Hey. And I'm like, dude, I have been playing with you it's gotta be, for the last 12 years. Think of this, though, what will be beneficial about this, like going out and running and playing and riding bikes with your kids, all this kind of stuff, is your health is going to be amazing when yeah. you're older. So we're going to be point. a much healthier, I get, I get older that group Good point. for sure in the previous generation. What did, you, what did you think my answer was? No, because you've said, like, your, your mom and dad were very, like, stern and very, like— yeah, not stern, but I mean, there was just like a, a separation between adults and kids. Remember, I had a slightly older parents too. They weren't like yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, I think just from your previous stories that you've told. But but maybe I haven't said this. My dad played catch with me all the time. Oh yeah, there see, was a, and there was a rare time when I would say, hey, you know, it, during a reasonable hour, hey, can we play catch? And he wouldn't play catch with us. Would it he was played, it was he, it playing catch because it was sports, or was it playing catch because that was hey, I'd like to play catch with my son um, because I played catch with my dad, but it was too strength in my arm and he would continuously get back further and it was to be more accurate and yes. it was for many so years fun. for many years he was our right, baseball it was. coach he was our baseball coach so it had to do with, with yeah. that but i would say the vast majority 90% of it is because he was giving us his time yeah. he was spending time with us and we said hey will you play catch and when it came to the winter he wouldn't um you know, playing with us for hours or nothing, but he was helping us build the forts. He would help us like build full okay. on igloos, like teach us how to pack the snow in these boxes. And yeah. so he would do all the science teachery stuff. Yeah, um, I got, I got none also, of that. I got none of that, man. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember your dad was also pretty good on a razor scooter. <laughs> oh, he was pretty well. Awesome I'm, I'm, that. I'm declaring it right now. Every fifth time that your child asks you to play with them, no, you say no <laughs> five times, huh? Flip it. Yeah. So you get four out of five. Four out of five. Four out of five yeses. Hey, Dad, will you come over here and will you play? No. Get out. <laughs> nope. Sorry, that's five. That's five. You, you had already, four. Listen, you already you already <laughs> set your limit here today, guys. I am very sorry. <laughs> I am very, very sorry about no, that. I am yes, Scott? I was going to say, I, uh, once I do have the children, I'm excited for the Legos thing because I will be playing with them with that. You, you are excited now. That's all I'm going to say. You are I excited love Legos now. Too much. You will be excited when that time comes and the 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 hype for it is super high. Uh huh. 
then you will not be excited about it. You don't think so? No. Why not? I because love once Legos. you lose one piece and once they get mixed in together, you hate Legos for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. We can make shift. I know. Hey, you know who loves Legos is Riz. Riz loves them. Loves building that stuff with his kid. He didn't love them until his kids were of a certain age. Right. Though. Once his once his son got into the whole Star the cool Wars stuff. Legos thing, yeah. then it then it started to go. Uh, real quick, want to shout out today's uh, today's team Riz member of the day. All brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville, Illinois. Today's team Riz member is Jacob Bolzer. Uh, Jacob is from Edwardsville, Illinois. He is a refinery worker and spends every early morning listening to us on The Riz Show. Jacob says that The Riz Show is the highlight of his day, and he loves how the show has a real brotherhood vibe. Which, I mean, we see each other more than our family, so this yeah. is for sure a brotherhood vibe. Jacob loves everything about The Riz Show, especially Real or Fake and the Glory Hole Challenge, which we haven't done that in forever. If you want to sign up to be the Team Riz member of the day, all you have to do is go online, you sign up, you get a sweet soccer jersey, you're shouted out on The Riz Show, and you get a song played at the end of the show. But to do all that, all you have to do is go to 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz. 2022 is coming up, and everybody's going to start making New Year's resolutions. If your resolution is to forget COVID, retake charge of your life, and find a career that gives you the future you deserve, then I got an idea for you. Don't just make a resolution. Make a phone call. That's right. Pick up the phone and call my buddy Patrick Nealon at Centric Training. Centric can train you for a great career in IT in just four months. Want a career with unlimited opportunities? That's IT. Want a career where you can work from home? That's IT. Want a career to take back charge of your life? IT. And Centric can make that happen for you, even if you have no IT experience. Call Patrick today. He'll walk you through Centric's program and show you how you can get started in January so your plan is set for 2022. 314-450-4714 or go to Centric.com slash STL. C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. Make your 2022 resolution a reality today with Centric Training. I get asked a lot from friends and family about Victory Men's Health, and I tell them the same thing. They should go and give Victory a call today, and the easy way to do this is by visiting VictoryMensHealth.com, and that's what I did for the first time. I reached out, set up an appointment, went in, got my blood work done, and I'm so glad I did. I found I was low in testosterone, I, I was vitamin D deficient, and I needed some other stuff to get my life back into control, which you can do the same. So if you're experiencing erectile dysfunction, male pattern baldness, or adult acne, or you just want preventative care, it's time to get your life back. It's time to be you again. Visit my good friends at victorymenshealth.com. Hey, it's Jeff Burton for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, which includes not only the Dobbs family, but also the 500-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who work at the locally and family-owned company, which, if you didn't know, has been in business since 1976. The team over there, professionals at Dobbs, they're ready for you. Service your car, your van, your light truck, your SUV, hybrid EV with the tires you need, but at the prices that are going to fit your family's budget. And they are ready when you are to perform expert auto service uh, as well. Done right the first time, including routine preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs too. So click on go to Dobbs.com for valuable June deals on the tires and service that you need and to get the most for your money. They treat me right. They treat my family right. They are amazing. Big shout out to Dobbs and Eureka. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Yo, what's up? This is Sinbad, y'all. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So we've got crap on celebrities coming up here in just a quick second. 
you know how we love all these like silly, really silly holidays. Uh, yeah. Like national, remember when we tried to get National Elbow Day approved and then all of a oh, sudden. Oh, yeah. Has that gone Je through? Je well, Jeff fin finished out all the paperwork and everything and they were like, hey, man, no problem. Now we just need 1,500 bucks. We were like, no. <laughs> so you can buy holidays. There are a lot of holidays today. And you're telling me this whole thing isn't out of control. Listen, man, not Captain yet, Holiday yet. loves his holidays. <laughs> out of control. And I found every single holiday that is happening today. Well, later in the show, oh. I want to hear all about your Father's Day. It was Father's Day, bro. That was it. <laughs> There's nothing I can say, man. Well, tell me what's happening today. So here's what all something that you can say. Hey, if somebody gives you any trouble and you go, hey, man, back off. It's officially it's, summer. Uh, it's International Widow's Day. Back off, man. Back off. It's uh, Let It Go Day. Maybe somebody bothers you. Time to let it go. It's also National Detroit-style pizza day. Every day is National. I wonder when that was. Every day is National Let It Go Day to me. How about National Hydration Day? Just supposed yeah. to be aware that you need to hydrate. This is a good uh, National like, Clear Pee Day, I guess. That's a good. This is a good day for yeah. it because wasn't yesterday the first day of uh, summer? Yeah. Or is, uh, or is it today? The twenty first. It felt I mean, like it was the twenty first. Oh, right? Twenty first. Wasn't it the twenty first? I think I thought it was usually the twenty third. Yeah. Hey, out of heck with it. We'll figure it out. It was yeah. this week. Uh, also, National uh, Pecan Sandies Day. Uh, what's that? Look that up. I don't know. It sounds like it's a delicious candy it, yeah, or a cookie. Sandy, yeah. Uh, I bet it's a. I bet it's a cookie. I bet it's one of those pecan, yeah. like uh, crumbly cookies. A pecan pecan cookie? Sandies. Okay. Um, it's not. It's not a. It's not a brand. Um, it looks like. Well, this one looks like a chocolate chip cookie with pecans it in it. Which yeah, that's it. Sucks. That's exactly what I thought it was. It's a super dry cookie too. Well, then this one looks like a different type of cookie. Yeah, dude, that cookie you take a bite, it'll dude. fall apart in your mouth. Th yeah, this thing so right here. Good, though. Yeah, I love those. those are awesome. They're kind of like those lemon. Um, Dude, yeah, these are these. I usually have these around Christmas time. Yeah, they're like dusted lemon balls. Dude, if you if you take a bite of one of these without something to drink by you, you're going down. Yeah. Oh, look, okay, look. Also known as snowball cookies. Yep. Yeah, you'll go down if you. I know don't. people hate on pecans, but as a kid, we had a house that had two pecan trees in the front yard, and I don't hate on those. Absolutely amazing, and they will change. Like they're just the best. Here's the thing: I've, I've actually been eating them in like some uh, some savory stuff. Dude, so it's so good. There's my, like a trail mix. That my has dentist it good. is always telling me that I grind my teeth at night because I have these grooves in my teeth. Yeah, and I don't grind during the day, um, and that's what's ruined pecans for me because I think the flavor is actually great, but I can't I can't stand digging out all the yeah yeah. Oh, <laughs> you'll do that all day, all, the, all day, every stuff day. Out of the that makes sense. A teeth. couple more here. Not only is it National Pink Day, but it's also National Pink Flamingo Day. Oh, sweet. Hey, you know who love this? Who, who in this room had pink flamingos in their yard? You. No, man. This guy. Oh, Scott. Hey, but you knew which side of the... Uh, Growing up or currently? Uh, current. Well, not currently, but uh, I did whenever... No, when he was an adult. A bass player, Mark and I were roommates. We uh, we lived in one of those <laughs> That's houses. That's a house. I would have loved to have been yeah, a fly on that, the wall. You know, it's two different apartments in one yeah, house yeah. whatever so yeah. on the right side was our door so i had the pink flamingos like a ton of them right. so everyone knew which side to go into yeah that's that's how he directed people but like, oh, smart you make, a, right, you make a left flowers. yeah you make a right you make a left and you look for the flamingos that's hilarious yeah. <laughs> uh jeff burton would love this it's runner's selfie day also right. sat math day united nations public service day and typewriting day so Typewriting. Man, I if thought I looking, missed it this year. If you're looking to celebrate, those are some things to do. Here's what's coming up next in Crap on Celebrities. Hey, this is pretty interesting. Brad Pitt is pretty much retired. Ah! A classic 80s movie is getting the musical treatment on Broadway. And this is something I want both of you guys to think about and you guys on, uh, on socials here. Hit us up. We're going to talk about the 10 most important 
music festivals in U.S. history. Not as a brand, but right. we're getting specific. Okay? okay? So start thinking now, and, and we'll talk about that. And Tom Fest. Moon will have your crappy birthdays, and King Scott will have your porno birthday. <gasps> All that and more coming up next. Moon? Yeah, buddy. I love this man to death. But when uh, I say, hey, Scott, right I after love this. You too, man. Right after this, we're going to talk about the hat on your head. And the dude walked out. Hey, man. Hi, buddy. Will you come back in here, please? <laughs> Scott, when, whenever one person is out, Scott has to do like 15 different things that not is, is 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 different from his normal routine. It's all right, man. Well, I saw that. Did we you were... think that a Sublime song was 41 minutes long? No, I thought we were going into a break there. No. I saw some other no. numbers coming up. Uh, with, with Jeff being out, uh, we are kind of taking turns wearing the hat and rocking the stuff. And today, uh, King Scott is wearing the man of many hats. It's uh, Victory Men's Health. So thank you very much. And uh, Scott, you're making the hat looks really, really good. It looks great, man. Well, thank you, man. Here's yeah, how to wear it. you want to get involved. Here's what you do. All you have to do is send an email to askthepoint at 1057thepoint.com. Again, that's askthepoint at 1057thepoint.com. You make a donation to Kids Rock Cancer. Uh, either Jeff Burton or, or myself or Scott or Moon or Riz will wear the hat. You will get uh, business plugs throughout the week, and uh, you do some good, and and hopefully, you know, let a let a child use music as some uh, escape while they're battling cancer. So it's yeah, a really it's cool awesome. thing, and a big thanks to our friends over at Victory Men's Heck Health. Yeah. Uh, they're absolutely incredible over there. Uh, VictoryMensHealth.com is the website. Yeah. So and it says play hard on there, and I remember you and Jeff got to experience they they have uh, you know they treat erectile dysfunction there, and you guys mm-hmm. use some machine. What was that machine? Worth? It used to be called the wand. Well, we referred to it as Wanda. I'm not exactly sure <laughs> okay. what it was refer- what it was called, but I actually did the treatment. Like I did the treatment, and uh, are you playing hard now, man? I will tell you this right now, and this is all I'm going to say about it. This is it, and then we're going to move on. Having somebody that you are not romantically involved with, and technically not the doctor that I've seen pretty much my entire life, hold my business down there. <laughs> it changes your life. It changes your life because I feel like I'm connected with that person more than anybody on the planet, <laughs> and I probably couldn't pick them out of a I crowd. noticed you and Jeff. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. What's that? I said I noticed you and Jeff have been a lot closer. A lot, it was not Jeff that did it. It was not Jeff that did it. I can promise you that. Uh, your Crap on Celebrities is brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Bright House Co. Dot com. Uh, 636-600-0188. Enjoy Brad Pitt while you can, everybody, because apparently it's almost over for him. He sat down with GQ and he had this conversation where he said, I consider myself on my last leg. This is the last semester, the last trimester, as he called it. Interesting. So what is this going to be? Is he talking about just his acting? Or I, he, I know he produces and does all that stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. So so basically, what's it going to be? He says, how do I want to design that? It pretty much is saying that Brad will not will ever not be involved in some type of creative endeavor. It's just you might not see him act. Oh, okay. So, like, I bet Brad Pitt's going to be an executive producer, uh, probably eventually, you know, get more into directing and things like that. But he says, I'm one of those creatures that speaks through art. I will always want to do that. If I'm not making, I'm dying in some way. And he's actually going to be in a movie in August. And I didn't know about this, but it's called Bullet Train. And it's got like 50,000 people in it. If you look up the cast for Bullet Train, Hmm. 
anybody who's anybody is is in this movie, and he's also producing several movies at all or, uh, uh, as well. Now, elsewhere in this interview, Brad said that he quit smoking and he got sober. So maybe he quit smoking, got sober, and he went, "Man, I don't want to do movies anymore." Well, you got to do it in three, so you got to find something else to quit. So he's like, "Well, looks, acting looks like it's movies." That's a bummer. You know, I bet we see him more than you think. It'll be fewer and fewer roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, he yeah. is our Robert Redford. He, he's our generation's sure. Robert Redford. Yeah. He, you know what I mean? I, mean I, I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, maybe a few more. Uh, happenings and escapades off off screen or away from entertainment than, he also, than Redford ever had. But. I know he's a guy who gets uh, like he does a ton of charitable things, so I could see him wanting to do more of that. I bet spend more time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want. I mean, obviously I he's beautiful, but he's I mean he's just he's, gorgeous. He's sickeningly skilled, and uh, he's, he's going to be doing something forever. Yeah. How about this? Uh, there's really no good guy here, and Moon. Maybe you can help me out with this because I know your kids do watch some of the YouTube stuff. Uh, Jeff Wittick. Is that a name that sounds familiar? No. He's suing somebody named David Dobrik. No. That David Dobrik name, like, like sparked something in my brain that I knew that was. So he is, as what kids say, he did this. He effed around and he found out. So Jeff Wittick suing David Dobrik over a stunt that went incredibly wrong back in 2020. Dobrik got an excavator and drove it into a lake so he could swing people around with the bucket. We've seen this, remember? Yeah, yeah. This okay. is a couple couple people did this, but this was the real famous okay. one. According to the Googlies, he's uh, he's worth $25 million. Oh, God. So Wittick held onto a rope attached to this bucket, and Dobrik started spinning it around. But he realized he was going way too fast, and he tried to slow down. But ironically, he slowed down too fast, and Wittick... Oh crashed into the arm of the excavator and I mean massive hospital bills the dude was seriously hurt I mean not like tragically hurt but like broken bones and missed work and things like that he is suing for more than 10 million dollars and he didn't list his injuries in the lawsuit but he said in the past he broke his foot broke his hip tore a ligament in his leg shattered his skull in nine places but he said he almost that, lost an eye how does this work for a lawsuit if you voluntarily like dude this looks fun i want to be on that swing and i want to go because around. it was improperly done yeah we've seen plenty of people yeah, do that excavate things oh. all right so i mentioned this moon i said that there was a uh, there was a uh, classic 80s movie that was getting the Broadway treatment, the musical treatment. Do you have any guesses as to I what got a great guess. classic 80s movie can be getting the musical treatment? Scott, I go to you first. It's got to be Ghostbusters. Is That'd it Ghostbusters? No. Okay. If it's that's, not, that'd be an easy one. If it's not Ghostbusters, um, I have two guesses. Okay. One, and I don't think it would. it's the time for that, but since Top Gun is top of mind, is Top Gun? Is it Top Gun? No. Then my second uh, guess is what my son was asking yesterday because we were listening to Huey Lewis in the news, and my son said, man, they need to make another, they need to reboot. He goes, if they can reboot Jumanji and make it good, they should reboot Back to the Future. Is it really? Sure is. I can see that being great. I think it's great. I think it could work. I really do. Well, I kept. T- I was like, "Well, you got to think about what it is." Um, I t- I told him about Michael J. Fox, and he said, "Well, isn't Doc Brown dead?" And I said, "No, actually, he w- he's alive. Only- he was only a few years older than I am now." 
just made to look older in the movies. Yeah. And he goes, so now he just looks like Doc Brown? I was like, yeah. Pretty actually, much. He yeah, looks, yeah. He Pretty looks much, just man. like him. He looks great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was, I was telling him, uh, or I was asking him, hey, what if you had to redo it, what would you do? Like, who would you make it about? And where, where, would, you, where would you take them in time? And he's like, I don't know. But that's cool that they're doing the Broadway that's thing. That's a great I think point. That's a, that's I don't know. Point. Like, if they did it now, what would they do? Well, I will tell you this. They did some sort of trailer yesterday. And here's here's the this is this is what they're saying is the cast, which it looks very musical but very close. Okay. And it said all it did was it had Marty McFly and Doc Brown and the DeLorean and it had the words that said synchronize your watches. Not yet is it? not not much is known other than the fact that if you're interested in tickets you can go to backtothefuturemusical.com. If they do the music right, that's a hit. So right. the musical actually debuted over in the UK in 2020. So the actor and the actress, the, the actors that they put out in that little teaser yesterday, are the actors from that performance. Oh. So they're not saying that that's who's doing it, but that's what people but are this thinking. Isn't even brand new. We're it's just not brand new. The it's, it's brand new for here. Oh. And there's going to be some tweaks and some changes. Cool. Hey, I think that's worth it. I think it is too. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, saw the latest or if you guys watch at all Mike Tyson's thing. Do you no. guys watch that hot boxing with Mike Doc, uh, Mike Tyson? No, is this his podcast? It's his podcast, and he actually had on uh, Steve-O, friend of the Riz Show, Steve-O, and uh, he asked him about Jackass, man. And I don't know if you've ever heard any old interviews uh, with Steve-O or any of the Jackass crew, but they really don't talk about, you know, their influence on kids doing this stuff. Oh, like negative influence? Yeah, yeah. And Steve-O... He was pretty upfront and honest with Mike Tyson on this podcast. In the beginning of Jackass, we were genuinely worth vilifying. When Jackass came out, little kids were showing up in hospitals all over the country and maybe the world because they saw us doing this crazy and they wanted to do it themselves. At that time, you could point to us as being a very bad influence, but I think over the years, now that there's so much YouTube ridiculousness, so much, it's just like, it's not our fault anymore. And I agree with him. Back then, I think that kids were getting hurt because they were trying to be like Jackass. Now, you can't blame Jackass. <laughs> yeah, now You it's can't a, do it now, now not at all. It's a YouTube staple. Uh, remember back a few months ago, we learned that Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul will be returning as their Breaking Bad characters in an episode of Better Call Saul. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people were speculating that it was going to be like, they're going to walk into the background or they'll be sitting in the lobby at Saul's office. It's going to be very short, very brief, but they're building this up just for hype. Well, Bob Odenkirk let it slip that their appearances will be more than just a quick cameo. He did an interview and he said, seeing Brian and Aaron playing Walt and Jesse, not just one time, it was great. Wow. The final season returns July 11th. There's only six episodes okay. left and no word on which of those six episodes, if all of them, one of them, a couple of them, that Brian and Aaron are in. That's a show I got to give another shot. Yeah, yep. us, us too. We, we tried it a few times and never got into it. How many seasons are there? Five? There's, sure. Yeah, I think five or six now. Oh, man, that's another They're investment. not that. There's only, every season's pretty short. It's like six. Yeah, oh, yeah. it is? Yeah. Yeah, oh, every, okay. every season's relatively short. <laughs> that makes it nicer. Yeah, it's way better. Hey, dude. It's long episodes. Speaking of a show to watch, there is a reality competition coming to Netflix that sounds so silly and so stupid that I think we need to check this out. This show is called Snowflake Mountain. 
Snowflake. A young person who's considered overly emotional. <laughs> easily offended. You guys, this is not okay. And dramatic. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. There's a heap of young adults who can't even unload a dishwasher, let alone hold down a job. And these 10 Snowflakes families have reached their breaking point. So they've tricked their giant babies into traveling far, far away to make them grow oh, the hell up. Now, me and Matt, who survived off the land our whole lives, are going to take these kids back to basics. Feels borderline abusive. Ah! We're actually nice guys. No, you're not. Here's the best part about this show. And and suspend belief, you know, just, just relax. Yeah. The premise of the show is these kids do not know what show they are. Their families have signed them up for what they believe is a luxury resort party show. <laughs> they get there and they are taking they are taken to a mountain and they have to survive with these survivalists. That's pretty this funny. is you know Paris Hilton and uh, right. Nicole yes. Ritchie did yeah. this yep. already. It's basically just that meets uh what was that one show Tool Shed or something where there was oh, like Tool yeah, Academy. Yeah, Tool, yeah, Academy. Tool Academy. Yeah. <laughs> Tool that Academy. Was awesome. <laughs> uh I don't know if you guys uh, are familiar with uh the Instagrams of Kim Kardashian or Doja Cat or even 21 Savage. But uh, Instagram lives are great, but it's live. I mean, anything can happen. And they put out a list, BuzzFeed did, of the most infamous celebrity Instagram live fails. And we've got a full link up on the blog here. Uh, Lindsay Lohan pretty much accused a family of trafficking, trying to save a child, and then got punched in the face while doing a fake accent. I'm sure we all remember oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, 21 Savage was off-key when he tried to sing a song. And I mean off-key terribly. And this is a guy who sings in his songs. Uh, Cardi B admitted to basically doing drugs and robbing men. Remember that? When she was just all... Being super cash. Oh, right. And she talked about how she used to roll guys and steal their watches after she hooked up with them. <laughs> uh, Millie Bobby Brown got caught faking her skincare routine to advertise her own beauty line. Whoops. And this one, this to me is one of my all-time favorites. You remember when Kim Kardashian went to do Instagram Live and was trying to promote something and her kids just went ballistic and were calling people idiots? No. Check this. This is called Instagram Live. Hi, weirdos. Hey, stop it. Hi, weirdos. If you're watching this, I hate you. Hey, Saint. <laughs> Hi, weirdos. If you're watching this, I hate you. And you can hear it go, Saint. Nice. So you could see you could see all the clips to that yeah, up on the fun. blog. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne's putting out new songs tomorrow. Patient number nine. It's a solo song. Uh, they're debuting it on his satellite radio channel today. Uh, again, new Ozzy coming to you. But here is what I really wanted to talk about: music festivals, huge part of the culture. It didn't happen overnight. Here are 10 most important music festivals in U.S. history. This is, I don't have them like number one to number 10. I just have the 10 and I have them in chronological order. So start, Moon, I go with you. What do you pick? Woodstock. Yeah. Woodstock, which one? Well, uh, 69. The, the 1835. Woodstock, Woodstock, 1969. Three days of peace and music. There were over 500,000 people there. The acts included Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Santana, and the Grateful Dead. Okay? I'm going to use that as our baseline, and I'm going to tell you what happened before that. Okay? Does that work? Yeah, before that was... Uh, um, 
1965's Newport Folk Festival. It was the moment that Bob Dylan got on stage and the fans went nuts because he plugged in. There was a famous one, Monterey. Monterey Pop Festival, 1967. Larger and more structured than the than the concert oh, yeah. that happened at the same time, yeah. which was the Fantasy Fair and Magic Mountain Music Festival. That had Jefferson Airplane, The Door and the Birds. The Doors and the Birds. The Monterey Pop Festival had Simon and Garfunkel, The Mamas and the Papas, Otis Redding and The Who. So we talked about Woodstock. Following that, Summer Jam at Watkins Glen. This was in 1973. Over 600,000 people to a venue that sold 150,000 tickets. Oh, my. Yikes. <laughs> Janis Joplin, Hendrix, Santana, Grateful Dead were the artists at the one before, at the Woodstock before. This also had the Grateful Dead, but it included Allman Brothers and the band. Dang. 1974, Ozark Music Festival. And this is on this list because it has nothing to do with music and all to do with drugs and sex. Public sex acts, they say it was pretty much an orgy the entire time. What? The lineup also had Leonard Skinner, Jeff Beck, the Eagles, and Blue Oyster. Wasn't Cult. that one the one that had like no security or something like that? I have no idea. Just it just says notorious. In the of nowhere. Yeah, notorious for debauchery in terms of drug use and public sex acts. Yeah, I think it was it went closer to Joplin, right, or something? Maybe, yeah. I think so. Man, that's crazy. Uh, also, the Us Festival in 1982. It was put on by Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, and it featured Oingo Boingo, the Ramones, Talking Heads, the Cars, the Police, and Fleetwood Mac. Sweet show. Cool. Farm Aid in 85. That had yeah, Neil Young, Willie Nelson, John Mellencamp, Bob Dylan, Foreigner, Beach Boys, Johnny Cash. Live Aid, New York. Or, or is that what am London I thinking London and uh, Live Aid did not make this list, believe it or not. Wow. 1991 Lollapalooza. Uh, this obviously created by Perry Farrell. The very first lineup had Nine Inch Nails, uh, Banshees, Violent Femmes, and they say 1999's Coachella. It helps shape modern day festivals. It says festivals would not be the way they are today if it wasn't for Coachella in '99. That's why I had no idea it started that early. Lineup, check out this lineup. Coachella, you know the Coachella lineups now. Like we kind of laugh and go, okay, let's see. You know, who do we know on Coachella? The very first one in '99, Tool, Rage, Beck, Morrissey. Wow, pretty rad. Yeah, that the Live Aid though was the one where Phil Collins. Played in London and in Philadelphia on the yep, same day. flew back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, today's crappy birthday is Melissa Rausch. That's Bernadette on The Big Bang Theory. She's 42. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, retired San Diego Charger, New York Jets running back. Uh, he, he like is like third in the league as far as touchdowns, second in the league in rushing yards. That dude was a fantasy machine, but never was on a team that was worth a crap. When, when was he playing? I would say Probably early to mid two thousands. Early to mid two thousands. Gotcha. Yeah, those those years you took off. Uh, I was. I was on the road. Jason <laughs> uh, Jason Raz is forty five. Katie Tunstall is forty seven. Joel Egerton is forty eight. That's Uncle Owen and in, uh, in Obi Wan Kenobi. Selma Blair is fifty. Joss Whedon is fifty eight. Frances McDormand, two time Academy Award winner for Best Actress, she is sixty five. Randy Jackson. American Idol judge. We we're just talking about American Idol, and, and also uh, reunited Journey played some played some bass for I don't know 150 acts that you know. 66. Glenn Danzig, lead singer of the Misfits, and Danzig is 67. <laughs> and Clarence Thomas, the Supreme Court justice, is 74. Scott, years before you old. get before you get to the birthdays, who punched Danzig out? Who knocked him out? Oh, um, not Jamie Josta. It was um, who was that? 
it was uh, dude we know. Is that a surfer guy? I think a hardcore singer. Oh. This, um, it's gonna drive me crazy. No, it's not. It wasn't Jamie. It was. Oh shoot. I don't know. I don't think it was anybody famous. No, it was like it was like Betty a guitar White. player for a metal band that that we're all familiar with. Oh, but, like a Zach Wild or something. Yeah, yeah. Like no, you could see big. you could see this guy, dude. The video is crazy. Yeah, the well, video Dan, is wild. Dan, Danzig is a cool looking, you know, kind of tough looking dude, but he's smaller than I am. Yeah. He did one of my favorite things though, where you're like this spooky, heavy metal guy, and yet your song's about mama. Well, he did he did something like he was he was super late and yeah. like real disrespectful disrespectful to the other bands, and uh, this he went over and he said something just kind of try and find out what band that bit, is. And this dude just decked him. It's yeah. real famous from like the scene in the back because <laughs> yeah, right when he got to the wing of the stage, absolutely crazy, bam out. Uh, this is one of my favorite parts whenever uh, people are out. Uh, your porno birthday, and it's King Scott. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Angelina Crow. Today's birthday girl's uh, shown off in 143 fine films, including the ABCs of Effing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ass Traffic Volume 3, and uh, Moon's favorite here, FFF Assinating. Uh, really graphic DP Volume One, uh, Lusty Legs, Passion of the Ass, and who could forget her unforgettable role in She's a Little Lezzy. Oh my gosh! Angelina Crow is 42 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Yes, okay. man. So it's a dude that worked with um, a guy that worked with Soulfly and Northside Kings. Northside Kings. That's what wow. I was thinking of. Yeah, he confronted him uh, backstage because his band, Danny's band, Danny Marian Marianino, uh, wasn't able to play one of Danzig's gigs because he was so late, and then he came off stage and kind of mouthed off. It was like one of those things where people were like, you would see Danzig and you go, man, that guy's huge. That guy's ripped. He's muscles. He's big. And then this guy just put him to sleep with a tap. Yeah. Crazy. All right. put, put that on the, uh, put that, that, that link, that video, put that on the socials okay. for people to check out. Uh, you can find it R-I-Z-Z show. It's King Scott. IHOP isn't just for breakfast. I mean, they have something for everyone in your party from a variety of burgers, chicken sandwiches, even burritos and bowls for lunch and dinner. And of course, they're always offering your favorite breakfast items too from their world famous buttermilk pancakes. They have waffles, crepes, and omelets. And uh, you can even satisfy your healthier side of your craving with the new protein pancakes, egg white omelets, and gluten-free pancakes and pair that up with their new splashers that are fresh and fruity complement to any meal you order. So you got a group to feed at home? Well, go online and order a family feast through the IHOP and go. All you have to do is download the IHOP app, start earning pancoin rewards, get some free food. You can visit any of the 13 St. Louis area locations. Again, download the IHOP app or go to IHOP.com and find an IHOP close to you. Hey, it's Jeff here. I spoke with uh, my friends over at the St. Louis Sinus Center. Ragweed season, fall ragweed season coming upon us about mid-August. Let's get you prepared now. If ragweed season causes you congestion, drainage, the need for pills, the need for sprays, I urge you the need to call St. Louis Sinus Center today. Make this year different. Put your allergies to rest once and for all, and they can do that for you at the St. Louis Sinus Center. They are exceptionally experienced, and they are ready to give you uh, proven solutions. Call them today. Here's a great phone number, 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF. 
or you can visit them online, schedule an appointment, see everything they can do for you at uh, stlsinuscenter.com. Make this season a good season for you. Get a hold of the St. Louis Sinus Center today. 314-4-RELIEF. Believe in relief. 314-4-RELIEF or stlsinuscenter.com. Hey, hey, McConaughey here, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Please go be on your smoothie. couple things. Number one, when you make the switch from iced coffee to hot coffee, <laughs> you have to remember that you made that switch. I almost just died. Yeah, dude. You almost went down. Dude, I took a huge, giant chug of this coffee like it was the iced coffee I was drinking five minutes before I filled up this scalding hot coffee. It is fresh <laughs> and hot as heck. You know, oh my you know God. how it's made here. It is... Too my, hot. I think I could probably scrape the skin off of my tongue. That's how that's how hot that was. Uh, number two is uh, we just got done in crap on talking about that show that is coming to Netflix that is called Snowflake Island, mm-hmm. where they're taking all these snowflakes as they're calling them, and they're putting them in like a survivalist uh, uh, atmosphere, and it's for fifty thousand dollars. I found this very interesting, man. I really, truly, I some of these things I believed, some of them I didn't. But we've all heard survival tips. If you have anybody that's been camping twice, they have told you survival tips, right? Mm-hmm. Like they immediately are Mr. Survival. They went camping one time in a tent where they slept on an air mattress that was like some deluxe cot looking thing. But they could tell you every survival tip ever. Well, somebody looked into it and find out that here are very four popular survival tips that you have heard before that are myths that will actually kill you. So... If you are going camping, open up your ears here. If you are forced to do it, you can drink water from a cactus to survive in the desert. Okay? We've all seen cartoons. We've all seen that stuff. It says here, while one or two species of cactus have a little water inside, most cactuses are filled with acids that will cause extreme diarrhea and fatal dehydration. It's like ocean water. Mm Mm-hmm. I wish there was like a warning on those things so you wouldn't go and tap <laughs> I'm it. sure there is. It's, it's Google. <laughs> you know, like it's Google. Now he's saying the spikes are, are, <laughs> are a warning to not. Idiot. God, it's Scott. <laughs> uh, I've heard this one before. I've always thought this was really stupid, but I've heard this before. Uh, if there's a tornado coming your way, open all the windows in your house. It says if you open all the yeah. windows, it won't spread out the force of the tornado. <laughs> It'll actually create a wind tunnel that will rip off your roof. Yeah, basically makes your, your house a sail. It says instead of spending the time opening up all your windows, spend that time going to the basement. Yeah, There's a reason why everybody says to go to the basement. That is the safest place. Yeah, you don't, you don't have much say in whether your house is destroyed or not. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's not too much you can do to prevent the the excessive damage. Maybe if you got a basketball hoop out there and it's not it's concreted down, maybe lay that down. Other than that, what the hell else am I gonna do? Yeah. Just get safe. Yeah, your safe. giant tree can go disappearing. Yeah, just could just get to a safe spot. Yeah, that's all you can do. Uh, you've heard that lightning never strikes the same place twice. Absolutely does. This myth started because of a joke. Lightning never strikes the same place twice because the same place isn't there anymore. But people ignored the second part, so the myth was born. <laughs> so you see those skyscrapers, and they always do the, you know, the year shot or whatever, yeah. and you see how many times it gets hit by lightning. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a, It says 
you may not have seen lightning hit the same pl place twice, but it happens. Yeah. It happens. And then finally here, uh, ration your water if you're stranded. They say the right move is to ration sweat, not water. Try to stay cool, drink your water, and use the strength you get from that water to search for more water. They say dehydration is much more dangerous and can come out of nowhere. So you could be rationing that water, rationing that water, and it's too late. And it's way too late. You're past it. So they say drink the water and use the strength that you're going to get from that water to find more water. Hmm. So if you're ever caught in that situation or on Snowflake Mountain, there you go. A couple of emails that I did want to get to that I wanted your guys' opinion on. And emails are brought to you by Scrap Mart Metals Recycling New Year, but turn your old scrap into cash. Uh, I really, really like this one, okay? I think that it has become common knowledge that there is a place that is a grocery store that you could save some money at that is not a Walmart or a Target Jeff frequents there a lot. I frequent there a lot. I don't know if Riz has ever been. It starts with an A. What is that place called? N's and I. What is that place or called? Or Missouri, an S. Uh, Aldi. Aldi. Moon, what is Al it called? Aldi. To, Aldi. To my knowledge. And I believe I say Aldi now, but I was an Aldi's guy. I know Jeff is very staunch Aldi guy. Well, you he know, gets mad. Oh, when he's, he's staunch Aldi. Aldi. Oh, boy. If maybe, you say Aldi's, he goes, there's no S on well, that. Well, it's Walmart's. It's Aldi's. No. Well, it's, well maybe, uh, maybe the folks that are saying Aldi's go to two each time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably. Or they're just saying these <laughs> Aldi's apples are great. Uh, this email basically says the way you guys pronounce that grocery store chain Aldi is completely wrong. Much like the word knife with the K being silent, in Aldi, the S at the end is invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Says, I'm not here to tear you guys down, but uh, just to educate you and to not annoy them. Gotcha. So, so it is all D's. It's all, no, it's all D. Oh, God, you just made me <laughs> throw up. Uh, uh, somebody here says they were listening to the podcast and heard a discussion about uh, milk. And uh, I know Jeff always gives yeah. Riz, well, Riz always gives Jeff trouble because Riz says it's childish for Jeff to drink so much milk that he does. Mm -hmm. He doesn't drink milk anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Well, he does, but not, not cow milk. Man. Check, he drinks almond milk. Check this out. This guy says that when him and his brother were living at home, their mom would buy, in one week, 13 gallons of milk. What? He says, by himself... Are they raising goats? He says, by himself, to this day, he is an adult now, and he drinks three to four gallons of milk by himself. A week? A week. I hate to be wasteful. It's one of my least favorite things is to throw away food or to throw away stuff that goes bad. Yeah. I throw away almost a fourth of whatever milk is in my fridge each and every week. How could your body take that four mm. gallons? I don't know. I was I was craving it a couple weeks ago. My wife bought some fancy kind of milk, and, dude, it was so good. <laughs> Man, if you haven't been milking forever, wow, it tastes absolutely brilliant. You know, yummy. you know what I'm saying? As far as the body goes, I mean, like even yeah, even milk drinkers can't drink a lot. Yeah, because like, you you're know, talking about physically. We're like, not, how can we're not physically built for your body? That. Yeah, there's that. a lot of sugars in it. There's all kinds of stuff in that. That that I mean, a lot of fat. <laughs> That's there's no way that uh, is possibly good. Four for gallons you. in a week for one person. That, That's insane. <laughs> you're, Absolutely insane. You're trying for records. On them. <laughs> hey, one other email I want to get to here. Uh, I had no idea. Did you know about this disaster plan that they came up with in the area like a long time ago? No. What's this? So disaster as a natural disaster. Yeah. It says 
as far as an earthquake is concerned. There is oh. like a plan. Yeah, you got to jump. Okay? <laughs> so apparently back in the day, Manchester Road, Highway 100, whatever yeah. you want to call it, was constructed, was built as an escape route out of St. Louis. Did you know that? Wait, which road? Uh-uh. Manchester. It says <laughs> yeah. here it was... Apparently const- everybody knows that because that's where some of the worst traffic is. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It says it was constructed to be the escape route since the road does not cross any rivers until you reach mid-Franklin County. Unlike highways uh-huh. 40, 70, and 44, which require you to cross over major water- waterways. They say they were told this as a kid. Not sure if that's the for real reason, but they said that growing up, that's what they heard. Wow. That makes sense. And, and to be honest with you, it really does. I don't necessarily know if it was built that way, but after being built, they probably said like, hey. Hey, great escape route. This, this is this is where you go if something goes down. But can't all of, doesn't all of Boulevard, does it go over any rivers? I don't know. I don't think it does. I think it goes all the way to Chesterfield. and. But it doesn't go out of town. But it goes to Clark's and which hits... Yeah, the Magic Road, yeah. Manchester. Yeah, it sways yeah. back south, right? Yeah, so remember that. If the if the wow. big earthquake hits, man, it's Manchester. Okay. Neato. Now you know, Moon. Now yeah. you know. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Talk about Manchester and then traffic. Because, I mean, think about that. Like, if the world was ending, you were trying to get out of here. I'm pretty sure Manchester is the last road I'm going to go to. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm pretty sure I'm avoiding Manchester when I leave here at, at 11 oh, today. Oh, dude, it's the yeah. worst. Or the fact that when the big earthquake hits... Now all of St. Louis is going to go to Manchester. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it is uh, pretty brilliant to think, hey, let's take a road, get out of here, because you want to avoid the rivers and stuff. But if everyone just had a canoe and this happened, you could hop on the river and be out of here in no time. You wouldn't have to worry about traffic. Have you ever been on a float trip? It's a disaster. Yeah. Now you <laughs> want chaotic float trips. Nah, just get out of here quick. Oh, jeez. Hey, this is Tim Meadows, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So this entire month, we've been uh, doing this whole app madness competition. Yeah. I've heard about that. Where all we're asking you to do is download the app, and then after you download it, sometime in the month of June, just open it up. Log in. Check it out. Now, here's the cool thing. This is what we're doing for you guys. Now, selfishly, we want to kick the crap out of all the radio stations up and down here at Hubbard. Hey, Hubbard. Hubbard. (laughs) But what we want to do for you guys is you could go onto the app and then you could log in and you could register to win a thousand bucks cash. Simple. And every day, King Scott is picking one person and stealing things from around this office to give to them. Yeah. And I, you know, we had a break, so, uh, it was terrible. I forgot to steal something. But Tony came to the rescue today. You I helped stole, you out here. You stole something now? I stole something from myself. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. And it really worked great. So today... So you blew it, so now you have to donate. Yeah, a yeah. big, a big congratulations to uh, Lillian Vandegriff, first of all. Yeah! First of all. Congrats, Lillian. Oh my gosh! And oh Lillian, my gosh! Lillian, uh, uh, I would love to have King Scott call you, but King Scott—they stole his phones for the radio <laughs> thoughts, so he can't call you. But Let's here's what this prize is: hold it up. It is my, not just the hat, Moon, but it's also the dress that I wore. Oh, the whole outfit for the Goodwill grab bag. <laughs> so it is the it is the church lady outfit. From the Goodwill grab bag that is now going to be 
in the possession of Lillian Vandegraaff. So, congratulations. So she's going to look great at every party she goes every to Every party you go to, you get to wear this hat wow. and this dress. And this is not just a hat. This is a hat by Deborah. And the best part about that dress is it is extremely ripped because it did not fit and I had to make it fit. <laughs> so it is ripped to all shreds. And it has but your odor, which is this is this is this is Lillian's, and you may be uh, the next recipient of King Scott's Mystery Prize. Again, all you have to do is just uh, go download the app, log in, uh, and then click on the uh, the uh, app Mystery Prize uh, little button there that says you can also register to win a thousand dollars cash. Simple as that. So help us uh, get bragging rights and destroy all the other radio. Yeah. Stations. Thank you guys. Just to let you know, uh, we won last year. We would like to win again this year. So Why not? Thank you for that. A couple quick things I want to get to, and then we do have today's headline, Hooge. I know there is at least one of us that is the owner of a pool in this room. That's right. And it is finally like it is set and ready and perfect and nice because we had a couple issues with some of the uh, some of the levels, if you will, uh, for for a little bit. But right. now we we came home and it is beautiful. And I will be in it today, for sure. Uh, when it comes to public pools, do you guys frequent or did you go to public pools? Yeah, we used, <clears throat> we used to. We used to go to um, the Kirkwood Water Park and the uh, and Wapplehorst and a, I mean a, a whole bunch have been there. We even did. Before we had a pool, before we had a house with a pool, we did, um, what's the Six Flags thing? Hurricane Harbor? Hurricane Harbor, Harbor. Yeah, we yeah. did that a few times. And then uh, I, you guys know that Mama Moon is the biggest water coaster. And I don't mean water slide. I'm talking about water coasters. They're actually like, you know, roller coasters of, mm -hmm. for, for water. And she would go to Holiday World every summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they have like a Thunder River and things like that, right? Um, like no. well, that would be considered a water coaster, right? Or like Tidal Wave. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about um, at a water park. Like you're in a big raft that goes all the way up, and then yeah. the raft flies down. Okay. The yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have my uh, in-laws are up in Wisconsin Dells right now, and that place just oh, seems magical. Apparently, the Dells is like the jam. It's got I forgot how many like thirty water parks there. It's our, just our buddy from DB's Corey, he goes there every, multiple times a year. It says it's awesome. a blast. But yeah, it's I grew up going to, to Whitewater. Yeah, yeah, me too. Raging Rivers, another thing. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, we it's cool when it's yeah. hot. Man, yeah. I love that place. But uh, skip the public pools. So if you've if you haven't heard about this yet, there's a town in Spain that wants to five people for peeing in the ocean. <laughs> peeing in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, for peeing in it the ocean. Salty. They want to find them eight hundred bucks. I'll tell you what, man. I peed in a lake over the week. Okay, Th this is this this is going to be my question to you guys. It's a lake. Have you ever? Have you ever? Not a lake, because I think we've all done it in a lake, all done it in a river, all done it in the ocean. <laughs> Have you ever peed in a pool? Of course. Yeah. As an adult. Oh, I don't mm, think so. There, see, there are changes. Well, I mean, not, not you know, on, on record or in memory, but yeah. I'm yeah. sure I did. Why, I, know I, can't, I, can't, I can't think of the last time that I did pee in a pool, but I know I was at least an adult. Like a public, wow. like a if there are people around public pool, I'm not gonna pee. Of course, yeah. of course, man. But it would be unreasonable for me to say so. No. Yeah. <laughs> this all, this whole, this whole thing, this whole thing in Spain has like started this whole conversation, and now people are talking just in general about peeing in a pool. And 41 percent of people say that you should go to a restaurant and not be a, a slob. Just avoid peeing in the ocean or in a pool. 48 uh, percent of people say it's okay to pee in an ocean, but not in a pool. Okay. That's hilarious. And 5% of people say that they think it's okay to pee in whatever water you're in. 
Just let it Urine. go. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. Yeah. Yes, Scott. The uh, um, and I know we're talking about humans here, but my puppy, um, if she's, <laughs> we were in the creek and we had the nieces there and we we're like looking for rocks stuff like that, and it's the first dog I've ever seen that pees in the water. First off, wow, and also loves to poop in the water. So what? She was like the kids were a few feet away. Wait a minute, time out. Your dog likes to poop in the water. She poops in the hilarious, <laughs> dude. Amazing. I would love to see your dog in like a pool, That's like the but but like at the polar at the polar bear exhibit at the zoo, and just see his dog just floating in water <laughs> pooping. That'd be miraculous. She's done it twice so far. That's and I the love weirdest. Hey, yeah. hey, okay, that's the weirdest. For no, a dog, this, this is the sure, weirdest. Five percent of people say that. You should just pee in whatever body of water you're in. One percent of people, one percent of people said that it's okay to pee in a pool, but not okay to pee in the ocean. <laughs> that, that's got maybe, my vote. Maybe they're wor- maybe they're worried about something. Maybe they're thinking chemicals. Oh, in sharks, the pool, sharks are attracted to pee. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, who knows? Maybe yeah. that, or they think salt. Something, something's going to happen with the salt. Oh, speaking of, oh, this is so mature. <sighs> Well, we're not going to raise the maturity bar for the show today or anything, but so I'll, I'll run into this. This was an actual conversation that happened between my wife and I. Um, we were <laughs> we're out on the lake, and, you know, it's it's a lake with a lot of water, a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. By the way, the fishing was great. Uh, but we were out there, and I distanced myself for a second, and they're like, you're peeing, aren't you? And I said, uh, yeah, yeah, there's not a bathroom on the boat, is there? And uh, so this is happening, and my wife curious as she should be said wait a second do you uh you know leave your short you know your your swimsuit like do you pull your, down right right do you, do you pull, pull down? down when you're peeing in a river or like do you pull down and i and i to, to which i replied oh absolutely not I, and okay i said i said the words <laughs> come on man i said the words i don't want my noodle dangling and attracting <laughs> any fish that's a great point <laughs> and she said Wait a second, is that a real concern? Like, and she was like, you know, this is a this is as serious a conversation what? as you can have in this, in this in yeah. And she goes, is that a real concern for guys? And I said, oh, I don't know, it is for me. And I, I said, be reasonable. If you have something that looks like <laughs> that looks like a fish, <laughs> yeah, that makes like, like what you know. And I'm out here with you know four yeah. foot gar or some crap. I'm not going to give any chances. Yeah, to, that's a great point. To, I mean, to misadventure. And all right, I never thought about it before, but I will now. <laughs> I will now. Right. And it did raise the question in my mind. Am I the only crazy person no. that's thought about that? No. I bet you're not. No, no, no. I, I mix a lot of Because, sense. I mean, listen, I if, I, if, if I were in something that was fish-free and it was still pee acceptable, of course I would do that because I don't want it on my shorts, right? I mean, um, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever. But well, I mean, it's instantly washed. It's uh, it Says who? Right. In n- nasty water that I'm in anyway, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it's already filled with... Fish pee and everything else. I think you're. I think you're fine. But I, I think now there. If you weren't a guy thinking about that, you will be now. We, well, we were on the boat yeah. for hours, and I had to go because I'm. Yeah. I'm banging water right. because it's it's, hot. it's 100 degrees outside. So what the heck am I supposed to do? Yeah. I don't know, man. What'd you say? Fish you don't food. want your noodle to. I said I don't want. Don't my want your noodle I don't, exposed. I, I don't want my noodle dangling and attracting yeah. any okay. fish. Okay. Hey, th- listen. <laughs> peeing in a river, peeing in the ocean, peeing in a lake is one thing. Peeing in a pool. I think we can all agree. Hoosier, right? Totally. Totally Hoosier. Yeah. There is who knows so Headline! However, not today's headline, Hoosh. That has already been awarded to somebody. And that is 33-year-old Jeremiah James Taylor from Colorado. Check this idiot out. 
So Jane, uh, I'm sorry, Jeremiah, Jeremiah James. We call him JJ for short. He stole a cop car from a police station on Monday night, which honestly could be all the Hoosier that we need. However, there's more. Around 3.30 a.m., a report about a domestic violence call went out over the radio about a guy who apparently threatened to shoot somebody. And Jeremiah responded to the call. <laughs> he drove the stolen police car to the address provided and was the first person on the scene. The people in the house said he was obviously hammered and he asked them, where's the old man that's going to shoot somebody? When the real cops showed up, he sped off, and they didn't catch him at first. They spotted him two hours later. They got into a high-speed chase. This dude was driving 110 miles an hour in a stolen cop car. He eventually crashed the car, ran into the woods. They caught up with him. He pulled out a knife. They tased him. He fired a shot. Nobody got hit. He's facing a long, long list of charges, man. Theft, impersonating an officer, resisting arrest, half dozen other crimes. So 33-year-old Jeremiah James Taylor, who stole a cop car at 3 in the morning and then responded to a domestic violence call, you are clearly today's Headline Who. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. That's an epic one. The man stole a cop car and then started making calls. God, God, God help him if he would have showed up and it would have been something like way more violent than that. Yeah, I appreciate the effort. Thank you very much, sir. It's a shame you get arrested for just having a good night, a good old fun night. Trying, trying to have my best. The Rizzuto Show Sports. And here is Moon with a look at your Sparks. Sparks! Brought to you by St. Louis's official soccer bar. They called it Dibs, DB Sports Bar and Grill. Let's talk about some balls. Johan Oviato. Ovi, Oviato. Oviato. I always want to say Aviato from uh, from that show. He earned his first big league win. He had been 0-9, but the win came only. Uh, uh, but the, the the win only came when he stopped the Brewers' one-run lead in the fifth. And Nolan or, uh, Arenado reversed it all in the sixth inning. Arenado had a two-run homer to help lift the Cardinals to a 5-4 victory against the Milwaukee Brewers and back into first place in the National League Central Division. The Cardinals built their offense on home runs from uh, Goldschmidt in the first inning and then Arenado's game-changer in the sixth. It was lovely. Uh, they're saying that little combo there of that uh, Arenado-Goldschmidt-Gorman awesome awesome is incredible. What do they call it? The Corner Crushers. Corner Crushers. Corner Crushers. Dude, that's great. Uh, that's by, by the way, there is some breaking news that I want to get to first uh, in the world of sports. Oh, what do you got? Jake Paul. Okay. Okay. Remember how he was supposed to fight Tommy Fury? And then Tommy Fury had that rib injury, so Tyron Woodley stepped in. Sure. And then Jake Paul embarrassed Tyron Woodley. Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. It's now official. August 6th. At Madison Square Garden in New York City. Wow. Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury, who is Fear, Tyson Fury's half-brother or step-brother, I think. But still, professional boxer. This will be the first test for Jake Paul. Wow. This Tommy Fury is a boxer. Was, he's, he's, not, he's not a UFC guy. Yeah, yeah. He's not a, 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 an NBA guy. He's a boxer. boxer. So, we'll see. 
We shall That's see it. another uh, another thing that I thought you would find funny, Tone. I saw just before we started here, I don't have it, my official report here, is Trevor Lawrence, you know, uh, uh, quarterback. Uh, for the Jags, yeah. Quarterback for your, for your team there. Yeah. Remember when he got a signing bonus in, in Bitcoin? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he lost every dime Crypto. of it. It was worth, well, I think his signing bonus was 24 mil, 25 mil, something around there. Yeah. I think it's worth like $6 million right now. It's, it's not not looking good. Uh, after missing the first three games of the series in recovery from, uh, recovery from a surgically repaired thumb, Nazim Kadri scored in overtime on a partial breakaway to vault the Avalanche to a 3-2 victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning, moving Colorado within one win of hoisting the Stanley Cup. Kadri's unlikely winner spoiled a brilliant ga- uh, a brilliant performance uh, from Tampa Bay's Andre Vasilevsky. Did I say that right? Close. Vasilevsky. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's I would say Vasilevsky. The dude had 35 saves in the regular time and, uh, and 10, 10 in overtime. And then yeah. there's this that we weren't aware of until John Cooper briefly and emotionally met with reporters before offering this bizarre idea. The Lightning head coach promised in his session with the media that he would that we would see proof that the Bolts should have still been playing once Kadri's winner was reviewed under a more critical lens. Here we go with the controversy. There's, there's no controversy here. Although not immediately clear, it could and should be pointed out that uh, when the the pass was made by the goalie up up ice. And it found the stick of Kadri. One Avalanche player, McKinnon, had not completed his change, his shift change. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. So they're saying that they're, they're that, saying look. At I the thought replay. they were saying something about the goal. I'm like, that is a goal beyond goals. It was a sweet goal. The puck got stuck in the top of the net. Yeah, like no, no, he scored. He scored. I, I didn't know. I didn't know about. I guess uh, McKinnon I guess, hadn't been off the ice yet. Yeah, I guess the goalie had the assist, and when he passes it, there's too many men on the ice. Uh, but we got wow. the call here for for the win. First off, before I play this, this is a real, like, it sucks. I want the Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup because I always think that the team that eliminates your team, if they go on to win, you go, well, we, be we, the we, one. hey, we, 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 yeah, we got eliminated, but we lost to the team that won the whole damn thing. Right. I also really want Pat Maroon to win his fourth Stanley yeah. Cup in a row. Yeah. I think that'd be great. And I very much so dislike Nazim Kadri. But here he is. And listen to the confusion here, man. This is because if you haven't seen it, when he scored, he scored so top shelf that the puck wrapped around the bow, the crossbar in the net. Oh, cool. Okay, so check this out. Padre back in action, denied by Vasilevsky. Oh, what a play. Colorado, Colorado thinks this is in. I think it is in. I want to I wanna replay it. That's a player from Colorado going, hey, and pointing to the puck in the net. Listen again. You can hear him yell, hey. It was it was an official. Hey! It was it was so strange. It was so strange, man, because like Kadri went, woo! And like two other players went, alright! And then everybody else just kind of looked around, and the refs didn't do anything. The horn didn't go off because it's an away game. So, like, nothing's happening. Right, right, and everybody's right. like, what the hell? And then you see the one guy from the avalanche skate up, point to where the puck is in the net, and go, aye! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, All-pro tight end Rob Gronkowski, uh, Gronkowski announced his retirement Tuesday after two uh, seasons in Tampa Bay, a tenure that uh, commenced when Tom Brady lured him out of his first retirement after just one season. Brady himself announced his own retirement back in February, but made 
you know, a little U-turn there just 41 days later, stating that he would return for a third season with the Bucks. Within minutes of Gronk's announcement Tuesday, his own agent then stoked the fires of a similar comeback for the legendary tight end, but uh, it's pretty unlikely. Um, unfortunately, we have two deaths to report in the world of football today. Tony the Goose Saragusa died yesterday. Uh, there's no word on the cause. He was only 55 years old. Crazy. Goose was a defensive tackle who played his first seven seasons with the Colts before moving on to the Ravens and helping them win their first Super Bowl in 2000. Saragusa was known for his big personality, which was on full display after he retired and became a, sa- a sideline analyst for Fox Sports from 2003 all the way to 2015. It's a bad time to be a Ravens fan because outside linebacker Jalen Ferguson also passed away. He was only 26 years old. Police were called to a Boston, uh, not Boston, a Baltimore residence late Tuesday night and found Ferguson unresponsive. He was pronounced dead at the scene. There's no word yet on the cause of death, but police are not ruling out, not ruling out an overdose. Uh, Ferguson was uh, drafted out of Louisiana Tech in 2019. He holds the NCAA record for career sacks with 45. Such a bummer, and I'm sorry to continue with more bummer, but uh, new details still emerging about NFL, uh, the NFL's uh, Shane Olivier. Is that how you say it? Olivia? I don't know. Shane Olivier's death. According to documents, the 40-year-old San Diego Chargers star died from hypertensive heart disease with the contributory cause of death uh, uh, attributed to obesity. The former athlete's manner of death has been ruled as natural. Olivier passed uh, passed away on March 2nd with the NFL t- uh, uh, confirming his death in a statement the following day. And the team paid tribute, tribute to the former lineman by recalling uh, when Olivia was uh, first selected to join the Chargers and sharing the legacy he leaves behind. So bummer, bummer, bummer. Sorry to end it on a bummer like that, but I'm Moon and that's your sports because who do you think you are? I am. Let's not end it on a bummer. NBA draft tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... It, that's a big deal. That's a big That's deal. That's not a bummer. It's the draft of the NBA. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. See, we didn't end it on a bummer. We're You're good. Right. It's good. Buenos días, yo soy Polo Asensio y usted escucha El Risuto Show. Feliz cumpleaños, compadre Riz. That's our good buddy, Danny Mac. <laughs> what, that wasn't him? Oh. <laughs> uh, I do love Polo. If you don't follow Polo, uh, Asensio on, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram and stuff, make sure you're doing that. He's a great follow. Uh, also just a great dude in general. Uh, don't forget Donnie Fandango coming in here in a uh, 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 a little bit, I'd say half hour, 45 minutes. He's going to join us and uh, we're going to wrap about the uh, Radiothon. He starts at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. it starts. He ain't allowed to leave until 2 p.m. tomorrow. It's go time. So uh, get your donations ready. Get your song requests uh, ready. If you got a business, get your plugs ready. And don't forget, and we'll talk about this a little bit more with Donnie, but if you are a business owner or you work somewhere and you know your owner is awesome, all you have to do is email rizshow, R-I-Z-Z show, at 1057thepoint.com. And for a $5,000 donation tomorrow, we are going to have you Come on to this show. We'll have you sit in with us. You can talk about your business. You can plug your business. We'll do some Facebook Live, some Instagram Live stuff. You'll be on the webcams, all that good stuff. That is tomorrow morning. We are offering that up to two different businesses, and that's it. Hang out and promote. 
Hang out and promote your business. Again, and this is not just a, you stop in and go, hey, everybody, here's breakfast. And we go, oh, thanks, Bill's Automotive. This is, you come in and you will get your 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 due time on the air. That's right. On the number one show in the Milky Way. Country. Uh, planet. In the planet. Globe. Uni- right. Universe. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If you are one of those businesses and you donate $5,000 and you come in tomorrow on the show, you get to tell us when you want Scott to do the headline go. Oh, heck yeah. Wow. You get to tell us when Hopefully to do Hopefully they that. have a, a time and a day for me and they don't just... Like if I had a business... What if they I, say never? How about this? How about this? About. Okay, ready? It's That's like this. That's a bad idea. Here's an example. Patrico Entertainment donated $5,000 and I'd like King Scott to do the goo right now. As, as like the guy doing this, I would say, Headline Goo is brought to you by Retroactive Smoke Shop, firing up fun in St. Louis for over 25 years. And then Scott would do this. Chinese scientists have invented a mi- new mind-reading device that could tell when men are watching porn. Or you can just ask the man this question. Are you on a computer? <laughs> After 85 years on the shelves, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese has officially changed its name to Kraft Mac and Cheese. So, in other words, 85 years, and they're still claiming the powder in those packets is cheese. Weird. I don't care what it is. It's delicious. <laughs> Inflation is causing meat prices to rise faster than produce. And that's it. We're eating more fruits and vegetables, responded no American ever. <laughs> a Florida man was busted stealing a street sweeper. And only in Florida can a man get uh, figure out a way to get arrested while making a clean getaway. Hey, uh... <laughs> <laughs> In order to attract store managers, Walmart will pay them $200,000 a year. In addition, they get full medical, paid vacation, and 24 access, 24 hour access to the store's bathroom meth lab. Awesome. Uh, a new Netflix show called Snowflake Mountain tests survival skill of spoiled kids. So, in other words, they have to do stuff like heat up pizza rolls without a microwave and dial a rotary phone. Uh, a lot of people getting eliminated on that one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be wild. <laughs> Kevin Hart uh, launched a restaurant chain, and it's uh, it's called Really Little Caesars. <laughs> I love good. that one. That's going to be good. They, hey. This is, is is that a short joke? Hey. No, it was a long one. Uh, stop. Hey, tell your friends and family this one. Go for it, Scott. All right, and finally, what does a nosy chili pepper do? Gets jalapeno business. May the goofy you. Hey, this is Matt Eisman, host of American Ninja Warrior, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. And I got one thing to say: Happy birthday, Riz. Uh, Riz is on vacation. Jeff's out. It's myself. It's Moon. It's King Scott. And uh, the Radiothon starts in under an hour. Under 45 minutes. Mere minutes Before now. Donnie Fandango uh, hops in the studio here for the 28-hour Radiothon. And don't forget, uh, it's for a great cause. The Ronald McDonald House is uh, here in St. Louis. Great cause. Great event. Donnie is a trooper for doing this every single year. And we in the past have raised a ton of money and let's hope to raise yet again a ton of money in the next 28 hours. Heck yeah, man. And just remember, when you request the 2SG, um, those songs, your dollar goes a lot further. So make sure to request a lot of (laughs) 2SG 
It'll be good for you. Yeah, Futon Wilson is on the table. Greek Fire on the table. Goldfinger on the table. Moon Solo stuff. King Scott. King Scott stuff. Uh, whatever. The the archives are open. The the. Music libraries are wide open. Mm -hmm. We are not holding you to like point songs. You could whatever you want. What's you want to play it? You got it. What's Donnie's uh, least favorite group? Um, let's not start. Let's not. Well, it's it's, say, it's everyone, not even hour one. Don't even okay. tell anybody. It's I not even I hour one because everyone requests. The, yeah, I, I, hey, I know. it's okay. not even hour one. All right. So just, but it just is funny. You guys are good. And listen, Donnie will play those songs yeah, for a will. price. For a price. Uh, <laughs> speaking of doing some good, though, Moon actually uh, an event this weekend where you could do some good. Yeah, big blood drive happening down at the Hood. Eagle Festus. Call. <laughs> Hoods down in Festus. Uh, you can make an appointment anywhere between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. That's the uh, the entire blood drive. Hoods in Festus with Impact Life. They do so much to provide blood here for uh, uh, for local hospitals. Over over two dozen hospitals right here. So your blood's not going. Uh, I mean, it's going all over the country, but uh, most of it is staying right here to help your neighbors, help your friends. This is a perfect opportunity to uh, to score some karma points. And throughout the summer, they're not able to do as many um, as many blood drives because the schools are all shut down and all that kind of stuff. So this is a good opportunity. Get out there. Blood is needed. And uh, and uh, especially for the Festus area, we don't get down there too much. And we have a right. huge, huge fan base uh, that has been diehard great listeners uh, of the point and the show. So I look forward to seeing some of our I consider I consider myself a partial Jeffco resident now. Yeah, you should be. I met my ladies enough to where I feel like this is uh, partially my home. Yeah. You guys have welcomed me, and I thank you for that. Did you get your card? Uh, no, it's in the mail. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, will say, I, will say, I, I will say this, though. And, and if you're sitting there and you're going, for some reason, you are the one person on the planet that goes, whatever Moon just said, that means nothing to me. I, I, I don't care. If you're a fan of this show... You should go donate blood because it helped me. It's helped Jeff. Mm -hmm. So you could be saving the life of uh, your favorite radio show member. Yeah, it goes it yeah. goes a long way. It yeah, really it does. does. Yep. And it's uh, it's so very needed. So, but you got to make an appointment. Yeah, well, I was going to say, details again. Hoods, Festus, what time? Hoods, Festus. The blood drive is going 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're going to be out there. And when you give, by the way, you get a bunch of swag and you get the, uh, the King Scott limited edition T-shirt. Uh, that that shows and proves that you did in fact yeah. answer the eagle call. Yep. Please make an appointment now. One hundred five one hundred five seven thepointcom slash blood drive. You have to make an appointment. Yeah, the shirt's a collectible. Mm -hmm. It is yeah. eagle it is. call. It is an eagle call. So go do it. Hey, and, uh, and real quick, back to yeah. the back to the uh, uh, radiothon. Just a huge shout out to Donnie because every year, I don't know oh, about you guys, but every year he gets one year older. Yeah, yeah, that's how that works. And uh, I don't know about you, but in my experience of getting older, it makes things a little bit harder. And staying up for 28 hours is one thing. Staying up and working and doing this and staying on top of things minute to minute to minute. Yeah. It's a lot of work operating all this stuff. He's doing that for 28 hours straight, guys. Jeez. He's been up for a few hours already now prepping for this whole thing. And then he probably won't go to sleep for a few hours afterwards. So this is a heck of an investment on his uh, energy and his time and everything. Plus a big shout out to all the people answering the phone. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of people behind the scenes that never get the credit that, that is due to them. I know Donnie shouts them all out. Yeah. But in preparation for this and when we recap it, they're kind of the unsung heroes that are here donating their time yeah. to answer the phones and to help out with the Radiothon. Yeah. So thank you guys very, very much. Uh, I do want to get to this. We do have some food news. All right. And Scott had mentioned this in the headline goo, but they are changing the name of Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. And it's crazy to think that after 85 years, they've decided to change the name. 
and they're changing it to Kraft mac and cheese. Is macaroni too difficult for people? I don't know. <laughs> they, they say they're trying to hype the product up as, as comfort food. And they're probably looking to freshen it up a little bit. I mean, what do you want to eat? I know when I ask my kids, I go, what do you want to eat? I don't go, would you like some macaroni and cheese? I say, you want some mac and cheese or no? Yeah, so what they're going to do is they're going to roll this out and then... Like a year or two from now, they'll do the vintage like oh, macaroni, yeah. and, macaroni cheese, and cheese, and they'll bring the that all classic. Back. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they're just saving uh, saving ink on the boxes or something. They oh, say that they're cool. gonna they're gonna uh, you know with the new name, they're updating the logo and the color of the box will be slightly tweaked to, to amplify the noodle smile. Uh, you might start seeing these on the shelves in August. Hey, Any so. opportunity there's actual food in there this time? Real, real Maybe. question along those lines. Have they ever changed the formula? I like mean, altered it. In, in the last know. 85 years, we have discovered a ton about our health and about yeah. Uh, yeah. our diet and how the whole food pyramid is just a sham. And um, they, if they have, if they have, are they changing anything else? Kept the original they? recipe in 85 years. You probably shouldn't be eating it anymore. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> I that. love it though, man. <laughs> Delicious. Still so good. Anybody do? Uh, anybody drink pickle juice? Yes. My kids uh, do. They okay. like it. I've had pickle shots. Fully admit. And you said it's great, right? I love pickle shots. Anytime Absolutely we're done fantastic. With the, the jar of pickles, I always have to take a big sip. I'm like, man, it's so good. I never well, apparently that. it's really good for you, and now I have reasons why. I thought okay. it was filled okay. with sodium and stuff. Here, check this out. The, the It's specific. It's not like, just, hey, I'm sitting on my back porch with an ice cold glass of pickle juice. <laughs> so it's good after a workout. Like Gatorade, full of electrolytes, including potassium and magnesium. And another one of those is salt, though, so be careful. Like, oh, okay. be careful. So just limit. One cup of pickle juice has a third of the sodium we're supposed to have in a whole day. <laughs> Okay, but, yeah, if so you're, but if you're watching the your numbers... Yeah. Moderation. You're saying post-workout is good for your That's muscles? what it says, yeah. It's good can after you, a workout. Can you imagine being sweaty no. and just wanting some ice-cold water and, and you go over and down some yeah, pickle juice? And everyone <laughs> just smells like pickles and they're right. working out? <laughs> hey, there was, there was an April Fool's prank a couple years back where they put out this whole thing that Gatorade was going to put out a pickle-flavored Gatorade, and people were like, gross! Ugh! And a lot of people were like, this is awesome news. Well, my favorite new flavor of anything... Is pickle flavored chips? Yeah. Great, pickle, they're great. Pickle flavored popcorn. Okay, hey, here's oh, some. Yeah, here's some. That was great. Here's some other benefits for for drinking pickle juice. It might help regulate your blood sugar. There's evidence that drinking a small amount of pickle juice every day can keep your insulin levels in check. Also, some people claim it's an instant hangover cure. If it doesn't make you puke, the electrolytes apparently <laughs> help you rehydrate. I have heard that no. before. Yeah, my my wife with the uh, the pickle juice, she found some recipe online and. Has made the greatest salad dressing on the planet with the with pickle, pickle juice. juice. So, dude, dude, it sounds so fantastic, good. man. It We've sounds been using fantastic. It for a couple weeks now, and send, it's amazing. Send me that, will you? Uh, some types are loaded with uh, probiotics or healthy bacteria for your gut. It has to be a fancy brand, though, because most pickle juice is pasteurized, which kills bacteria. Oh, oh. interesting. Okay. Uh, it might help with muscle cramps. A study a while back looked into it. People's cramps went away faster when they drank a third of a cup of pickle juice. They think it might have to do with all the vinegar in it. Yeah, vinegar is amazing for you. Yep. Vinegar, and finally, and what did you say? There's a lot of potassium in it. Potassium, magnesium. Yep. And finally, they say one of the benefits is is it could help you lose weight. They did a study back in 2009, and people lost more weight when they drank a little bit every day. Again, they think that it, that is because of the vinegar. Hmm. Well, what did and they the know in 2009? Up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and finally, in your <laughs> food news, this has caused the internet to go crazy. You know those juicy juice boxes, the Minute Maid apple juice boxes. I'm not talking about a Capri Sun. Yeah. I'm talking about the old school 
with the flimsy, box. the flimsy mm-hmm. yellow, with the with the, 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 th- the straw that bends. the straw that bends with the little yeah. grooves in the neck of them. Okay. How do you drink one of those? What do you do? Take uh, me through your process. So this is, this is what the straw glued with the on straw the back. glued to the to the thing. I yep. unglue it. I uh, use the pokey side to. Unwrap yep. the, the, the straw, and then I poke it through the foil, and then I sit. Okay. Scott, what about you? I've done wh- whichever way. Because in uh, elementary, too, you know, you have to play with this. So you poke it the hard way, or you do it the easy way with the, the sharp yep. side. Is there any other way to put just put the straw Apparently, in? according to the internet, you, Moon, you, Scott, and me, Tony Patrico, are wrong. What is we like are a little drinking tiny, it the incorrect way. Is there a tiny little can opener? Nope. <laughs> you take the straw. You use the pointy end. This is according to the internet now. This is not like official. No. You take the pointy end and you puncture the little foil on top. Yeah. Then you flip the straw around and the bendy side is supposed to go in because it lets you get the juice that's in the corners of the boxes. And that is supposed to, the little bendy filtered side is supposed it. to make it I, all the I, way I don't through. Buy it. Why, why would they not then just make that the pointy side? Yeah. I don't know, man. Or but why an don't image, they just make it round so there's no corners? An image is going viral on Twitter right now, which suggests that most of us are using that straw wrong. It's got the bent portion down inside the juice box, so they're able to reach the very last drop of juice. Oh, and on. it has been posted, and you have two camps. You have the, finally, this is what I've been talking about, and you have the, get the hell out of this country. Man, I fall in the, I appreciate your efforts to be clever, but come on, man. Yeah, and I fall into, oh, yeah, I remember those things. Here's my thought. Here's my <laughs> thought process. And I thought this when I saw the video or the picture of it, and people are agreeing with me, or actually I'm agreeing with them. They say if you don't have that bent part outside, that straw is going right in that box, gone forever. There's nothing to prevent it from sliding down if you got the bent end well, sure there into is. the it's box. It's not that deep. It's it's like But they're saying well, all you yeah. got to do is one thing. You go to grab it and you just barely hit that straw. That straw can bend and it'll bend and go right in there, That's man. What you do whenever you're done with those, you always push it in anyways. Who's I always ha- did. Who's having this much trouble? Yeah, Reg- you hey. push it in, that yeah. means it's trash. Yep. Now. Hey, and regardless, regardless of what happens, you would have to push pretty much all the way in to get that bent part to lay against the bottom of the cup. The, the bottom of the box to get all these quote last juices. Right. So while this may be a fun internet debate, it's pretty much common sense that you leave the little bended part out. This is like like the the birds aren't real guy, uh, like doing maybe, it doing it yeah, as a farce, maybe, and then people like get real serious about it because they've been doing that for real for however mm-hmm. many years, and maybe boom, now it's a debate. All I know is that I will now moving forward, I will try my best to drink a juice box the opposite way. Just to see how it works. But if I puncture my gums because of that pointy end of that straw, ooh, I'm suing. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. We've got one final look at your point traffic and weather. When we come back from the break, Johnny Fandango, let's see if he's here. Let's have him come in. Let's chat Radiothon. Then we're going to step out, give Johnny a second to set up, get comfy, and the Radiothon will begin. Sound good with everybody? Sounds great. It's the Rizzuto Show. It is the Riz Show, and uh, it's actually kind of weird to be wrapping up the show at 9.50, but we are joined in studio by our dear friend, Mr. Johnny Fandango. What's going on, fellas? Hey! I know this is a really stupid question. Sure. Are you ready? I don't know. 
Uh, I am. How still, do you prepare for this? Uh, I uh, <laughs> well, this morning it was by waking up at 5:30 with terrible anxiety that we weren't going to make any money this year. Beautiful. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so that's how we. Uh, that's how we got the day rolling. But okay. thankfully, uh, you know, Mary heard me get up or whatever. She calmed me down a bit, and we got it on the right track. But you know, man, I'm, I listen. We have we have had so much fun with this over the last ten or so years. Um, the listeners have stepped up every single year to give us these unbelievable totals. So, man, listen, I'm just hoping that we can do whatever we can do for the charity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and years past, yeah, there have been like big presenting sponsors. Right. Like some businesses stepped up and said, "Hey, we want to kind of do this." Well, that's not the case this year. Right. So we decided after after sitting down and and going back and forth a little bit, we decided that the best way to handle this would be to allow businesses to get a little bit of uh, Riz Show time. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing is we are offering, if you're a small business out there, business owner, you work for a company where you know your boss is super cool, go and tell them. $5,000 donation, Mm -hmm. and tomorrow, during Donnie's Radiothon, sometime, I would say, let's say between 7 and 10, we'll let you come in. Mm Mm-hmm. And not just like, hey, here's Bill from Bill's Automotive. We'll let you come in, sit down for a little bit, chat with us, plug your business, hang out with us, do some social media stuff. And that right there not only gets you the good karma points, but trust me when I say this, it's going to be worth every single dime. And also, too, if you – sorry, Scott, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But but also, too, if you decide – your business decides to roll with that title sponsorship – you know, every single time that I say the Radiothon is brought to you by, you will get a mention. So yep. you'll get a mention yeah. every single hour, at least one mm-hmm. for the next 28. And I start bl- blabbing after like eight. So you're going to probably get two or three an hour those hours as well. Yeah, think about this. I mean, in all reality, you are not only donating to a good cause, which if you're a business owner, you know how good that can be for your business, but not only do you get to come in and sit down and talk with us prime time on the number one morning show in St. Louis, but also you are going to be mentioned throughout the next day and a half, essentially. Yeah, the, that's 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 absolutely the case. The exposure is priceless. Priceless, guys. Priceless. So if, you know, I think, I want to say that they have said that that we could, we've got enough room for two of these folks, mm-hmm. yep. like two of these sort of quote-unquote title sponsors. Right. So if that's something Something that you know you think that your business would be interested in, please let us know. You can call on the regular request lines yep. now, and uh, and and we would love to have you and love to have you be a part of the radio. Thing. And if this phones is, are open, yeah, I think yeah, I could see them testing some things on here. So okay. like, and if they, right. for whatever reason somebody doesn't answer, call back. We're starting here. We're Hold starting. On guys, I'm getting so, a call. Hold on. One okay, second. Scott. <laughs> uh, but if if email's more of your thing, that's fine too. You could send it directly to us. I'm going to monitor the email all morning long. Thank so you, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. If a business wants to do this, you email us. I will forward it immediately to the powers that be so we can get you all set up on this. Nah, so. I appreciate it. And you know, one of the one of the best parts about this, um, the reason <laughs> one of the reasons that it doesn't suck is because we all 
make this happen. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm here for 28 hours, but we put this money together collectively as a group. We raise a ton during the morning show tomorrow morning when you guys are here in the afternoon. So, like, this is a, a collective team effort. So, like, the best part about this is knowing that once I don't, you know, once you guys leave, the next time I see your faces, it's almost going to be over. You know I, what I mean? I, yeah, like, I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember it's the stretch run. The old studio. We were able to, like, it had windows that looked into the building. So, like, you would walk up the stairs, and you'd be able to look in the old Point Studio. And I'll never forget, there was one year where it was, like, 345, and I was walking up the steps, and I just looked, and we caught eyes. And I just remember seeing the relief in your face. Yeah, man. Going, like... We're almost done. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. almost done. It, it is so. that it is that 10 p.m. to like 4 a.m. that is just whoa, the killer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we have so much good stuff that happens leading up to that. And after that, it makes it all worthwhile. So listen, anything that you could do, folks, you know we're and, here. And don't forget, like tomorrow, myself, Moon, King Scott will be sitting here in studio with you. It's a little bit of a different Riz show than you might be used to. But that also gives us a little bit more leeway where if you want us to play a really fun contest that we haven't played, like Mumble the Hits or Match Up with Moon and Donnie or something like that, there's a price for everything, guys. Mm-hmm. That's right. You, if you say, hey, I really want you guys to do a matchup with Moon, Moon versus Donnie, we could do that, but you Ooh, won't have to donate. That sounds that's right. awesome. Everything and, is and, for sale. And tell them all back there. Tell everybody that's answering the phones that's listening right now, if somebody donates a, a good amount of money, and we'll let Promo Matthew kind of you know, decipher what that means. If they want us to do something tomorrow on the Riz Show, we will do it. Yeah, 100%. I might even work up a week in rage for you. If, uh, if, 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 the, if that is, uh, again, the price has got to be right. Yes. But, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're just saying, we'll also, you know, starting after 10, those business plugs for 100 bucks. all right? Uh, a quick line about your business, the way that folks can can reach out to you. Yep. And then also those, uh, the, you know, those requests, $25 minimum, all of this money staying in St. Louis to the Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. And, uh, I, and I do believe that uh, uh, King Scott said he will cut his hair for 250 bucks. It was, that's it. Was that, was that what it was? Only yeah. $250? <laughs> I can't believe you don't have family members lining up for that. Yeah, no, no, hey, no, no. Is he, there, said, he said last year he wouldn't do it for 10, 10 Gs. Yeah. This, is, this is, I know, that's crazy. This is a legit question. <laughs> Reasonable. Uh-huh. I know it is Donnie Fandango's 28-hour radiothon. Uh-huh. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Are you willing... For a price to change the name of what it's called. Because I have somebody that has access to funds and a lot of funds that wants you to call it. And every time you bring it up, Donnie's Ronnie McDonnie Radio (laughs) Thonny. Wow, that's a great offer. And I think I me just saying that, I think we all know okay. who wants First, that. I know exactly who. First of all, I Corey, I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to like the four o'clock in the morning, there is no way I'm going to be able to put those those words together. That's he just texted me and said, how much for them naming rights? <laughs> <laughs> that is so good, Corey. God bless you, Well, Corey. 20 Gs. Yeah, we'll start We'll start the bidding at 20000 I, I mean... Uh, no, I, you know what? He's crazy enough that it might happen. Yeah, so we'll no start the bidding at 20000 But I want, Donnie, I want to give you enough time to get situated, to yeah, get man. comfortable here. So we got to shout out the Team Riz member of the day. This will be the last freebie for the next 28 hours. Yeah, man. After that, it's going to cost you. And can I say except one more thing? And I think this is understandable. Okay. If you want a song played tomorrow morning between 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., it's going to cost you 100 bucks. Oh wow! Right? Dang. Yeah. 
That seems reasonable. But you get to pick the song. You get you, to pick the you're song. You're the DJ. Riz Show listeners, if you want a song played tomorrow between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m., 100 bucks minimum. Bring it. 100 bucks minimum donation. Thank that's, you, guys. That's and happening you know right I now. appreciate you guys very much in helping me out. We, we love, love you, Johnny. And, and good luck on everything, and we can't wait to join you tomorrow for the Radiothon. Now, go potty and go yeah. get yourself situated, and we'll get up out of here. Yeah. A big shout-out to the uh, Team Riz member, <laughs> member of the Day, all brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville, Illinois. It is Jacob Bolzer. Yeah, Jacob! You want to sign up? It's simple. You get one of those sweet jerseys. You get your name shouted out, your song played. And I think Moon and Scott are both really going to love Jacob's song. And we will play yes. that right now. The Radiothon starts next. All See right. you guys tomorrow. Goodbye. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.